The following program may be explicit. And he's a laser-printed hero, a figure cast in lead. And if you miss a dice roll, he may just end up dead. Don't forget about his backstory for family and foe. And if this is his last stand, well, that's just how the story goes. You're listening to Happy Jack's RPG Podcast, pursuing the RPG hobby with reckless abandon. And beer. <laughs> Good evening. This is a very special and very probably not as awesome as usual episode of Happy Jack's RPG Podcast. My name is Kadave. And this is Gammon, stealer of Tim's beer. <laughs> This is Clockwork, a.k.a. Horky, a.k.a. the guy who once almost threw up on Bill. <laughs> so and, close. So close. And um, joining oh, us oh. later, Hoser Rob, which is currently a shoe. Hi, I love Skechers. <laughs> They're the best ever. So, yes, this is a B-Team episode, a far less informative, much drunker yeah. <laughs> but with the awesome original intro. Yes. <laughs> Thank you, Stu. That yeah, was awesome. classic. Classic intro featuring Claire. Oh, yeah. yeah that's right. Yeah. Oh, way we, back in time. Back to our roots. So, um, first off, uh, if you'd like to email us, you can email us at happyjacksrpg at gmail.com. That's happyjacksrpg at gmail.com. Uh, this episode isn't sponsored by anybody because they're smart. Um, Save your money. <laughs> yes. In this episode, uh, we will have uh, emails talking about uh, uncommon man from Sweden asking about political and social truths in a game. Um, Serious shit. Sock puppet troll writes in and praises uh, with praises and a success story of the hill people. Uh, asks for <laughs> con game advice and a superpower game dilemma solution. And then a multi-part gaming oh, yes. nightmare from Kenigma about a guy many of us sadly know. <laughs> many, yes. many parts. Yeah. Um, and you know, it, it actually is a shame that no one is sponsoring us. Yeah. Because, like, I just got my EasyRollerDice.com playmat, and it's fucking gorgeous. Like, it, it came rolled up, so there's no creases. You know, it... You know, writes and erases great, and it came only one day late for the game I was GMing. So that's a, you know, that's a score on my part. But you did tell us about it a lot. You're like, no, it'd be so awesome. It, it'll Next be so week? awesome <laughs> if it was here. It'd be so awesome. So let's look at this tiny little whiteboard I have instead. <laughs> so um, one other thing that I want to mention before we get started, um, my. Uh, my two two-year-old twins uh, actually have a speech therapist that comes and works with them uh, who is in the process of cleaning out her house, and she happens to have a bunch of board games and stuff that uh, she's not actually interested in keeping because she doesn't really have room for them because she has twins of her own. Um, but uh, she's decided to sell them at a very reasonable price. Um, so I said, well, you know, hey, this Friday I'm actually going to do something where a lot of people that enjoy games might actually be listening, so I will talk about this for a second. Um, so I'm going to give you a list of games that she has that she is willing to sell for uh, $5 per game plus whatever shipping is to where you are. Um, 
and I'll give her email address that uh, you can email her if you're interested. Anytime this next week, up until whenever the hell this next weekend is. I, um, I, I don't think she thought this one through. Yeah. There's a lot of people who listen. There are Not a lot to of people this that episode, listen. but in general. Well, they will by accident because <laughs> it just downloads on their shit. Uh, but, uh, so if you happen to, to hear about this before the 23rd of April and you email the email address I'm about to tell you about, for one of these games, she'll let you know if someone else has already taken it or if you're in luck and you want to buy it, and you'll work out shipping and stuff with her, but I said I would give this a try. So, here is the list of games available for purchase. Airlines Europe, Black Gold, A Few Acres of Snow, The First Train to Nuremberg, La Havre. <laughs> that one just struck me. I don't know why. Uh, Hawaii, Lancaster and the New Laws expansion, Merchants and Marauders, Paperback, Pelopons. This is like, you know, bad porn titles. I was going to say History Channel lineup. Yeah, yeah, it really is. (laughs) Uh, Power Struggle. What kind of porn do you watch? Quebec. That kind. (laughs) 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 Seasons, Sealand. Skyline, Small World plus Cursed, and the Grand Dames of the Small World expansions. That's a good game. Stronghold First Edition, Through the Ages Third Edition, and You Tell Them Hell's Coming, Mm. and I'm Coming With It. (laughs) Or, wait, other way around. Tell Them I'm Coming, and Hell's Coming With Me. Wyatt Earp. The game. Uh, the price for all of these games would be $5 per game, uh, plus whatever shipping is to wherever you happen to be. And she is based here in Southern California, so if you're nearby and local, shipping will be cheap. And if you're that one guy in Antarctica that listens, maybe not a good idea. <laughs> but maybe you're that bored and you don't give a shit. So the, He really wants Alhambra. Yes. The, uh, the email address in question is... Quiet Marvel at yahoo.com. Um, that's Q U I E T M A R V E L at yahoo.com. And her name's Rachel, and she's very nice. And, and hopefully, somebody will buy some of her games. And we are very sorry, Rachel, that you'll be emailed inundated <laughs> with <laughs> all of the emails ever, but it makes me laugh. <laughs> Well, hell, if everyone's plugging something, um, if you want to listen to two guys try and get their shit together, please listen to Playing the Home Game at pthgpodcast.lipson, whatever Lipson's at. Boom. Plug, And you can hear me do whatever. Blammo. And Hoser Rob would like to plug Skechers. Yes. A comfortable, beautifully sculpted shoe. (laughs) Way better than any other thing. Converse All-Star, nothing on Skechers, (laughs) according to Hoser Rob. You're right. You're right. (laughs) Chuck Taylor's bullshit. Bullshit. (laughs) (laughs) The one other thing that I actually wanted to mention is that I... Oh, there he is. Speaking... (laughs) Just in time. Speaking of a chewy nugget center of hatred. The the man, the myth, the the flying legend. We told y'all he'd be here. Um, Uh, How's it going, sir? Here he is. (laughs) Would you like the rest of Tim's beer? No. <laughs> Would we, you like uh, a beer of your like own? We did an intro for you. Oh yeah. Where we used Rob Shoe because we knew how much you love him. 
You, you're a dick. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like your face. I need headphones. I am so tired that I literally got off the airplane, like, pushed some old lady down the concourse. <laughs> was like, I need a podcast. Get the fuck out of my way. <laughs> I got somewhere to be. The internet is waiting. That's right. And I look like a giant turd ball because I just came from work. There you go. What? You could have had like a backup outfit in well, your bag. Like I'm gonna be taking off my clothes while I'm in here. Ooh, oh, hot. you're in for it now, then. everybody. To, I hope time. you're not watching this. I know. I keep forgetting there's a camera here. Yeah. I can't pick my nose. Oh, I, I keep on see dodging it correctly. No, it's fine. If it's not looking at me, no, that's I, great. I, I, the one for Boss Hog over here. <laughs> oh, he's Superman. There it? you go. All right, bitch. This. See, I I keep on dodging the Check. camera. Check. And I'm in the dark corner because I'm Mexican. Can you hear me okay? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I wore this shirt for you, Mr. Man of War. When, you when you're done futzing about with your shirt, you... Uh, All right, well, while well, he futzes about, want to But yeah, Well, let me finish it. my one thing. Do the thing. Yes, so uh, the, um, the thing that I picked up as an alternate uh, for nights where we can't play our usual uh, Empire uh, Twilight game that some of you may be listening to... Um, I picked up uh, the Fantasy Flight Games Imperial Assault board game. Uh, for those of us that don't end up not playing, uh, the rest of us can do like a little campaign of that going on the side because it doesn't take any prep or anything. Um, but I was researching it, and I picked up all these minis and all this stuff. It's the topless episode. Right? And it's pretty cool. It's, it was a really fun game. I played it, and I'm having a great time with it, but... There was so much shit to carry around, I was like, I'll never be able to take this with me places. Uh, and I did some research online and read some forums, and I was led to... Jeez. <laughs> peanut it's, butter it's a, ale. It's the peanut butter milk <laughs> It's that peanut butter beer that's really getting in there. Uh, but um, I uh, found a website called Go7Gaming uh, that's a guy that does laser cut wood inserts for a bunch of different board games. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, wait. Wood inserts? inserts. (laughs) How's that for a topper? (laughs) That wasn't soundboard. Hold on, hold on. There's one on here, there's one on here. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's a good one. (laughs) Oh, I got... got Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> we are too Badass. amused. We are too amused by that. I don't know but why. um <laughs> yes. Uh so like it comes on flat cut pieces of of nice wood that you then pop out and yeah. glue together and uh nice the way he had designed it is the um the three box the main box for Imperial Assault and then the two expansions he sells these wood inserts for each one, and you glue them all together, and if you get all of them, um, you end up with uh, the three boxes hold all of the expansion minis and all your minis and in individual little holes so they don't get broken and messed up. And, uh, What's the it's website again? Go7Gaming. No. Yeah. Real quality, real nice dude, send all that stuff. Thank you, Brother Hugh, in the chat room. There was also uh, something on the Facebook page just recently that it had so it was something similar like you were talking about, but what it did, it was like a little wooden briefcase that you opened up, and it had all kinds of laser-cut slots. Dirty slots. <laughs> Loose <laughs> slots. And then, um, and then, uh, but there were different insets that you could do to basically make castles and make oh, a yeah, map yeah, yeah. I saw that. Oh, on yeah, it. Yeah, 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 I did that see that. That was pretty badass. All the info's on the website. So I didn't check it out. All right. Yeah, join our Facebook page. 
Yes. And did you and the forum? And, the, and did you do the email shit? Yeah, yes, yeah. we did. That's all taken care of. Because you weren't on time. Your shoe helped out. Your you shoe. can eat a bag of dicks, sir. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so our first email is going to be from the political and social truths in game from Uncommon Man. Gammon. All right. And it will be read by. Greetings, Schizovlar. I think I've had that at Ikea. Dun, 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 We're dun, pretty dun, sure it means dun, dun, asshole. Dun, dun, oh, maybe you haven't had that at Ikea, then. little bit of Google foo leads us to believe that that guy said we're asshole. Awesome. Singular. We're no, one no, 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 giant, no, no. It's multifaceted it's, asshole. Oh, no, it's, the, it's a chest of drawers, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Like with, with the four chests of drawers? That's right, and it's a convertible desk. But no, it's you could tell it's asshole because the umlaut's over the O. If mm. the umlaut was over the V, it'd be vaginas. Ah. Really? Yeah. No, he just... You're just making no. that shit up. Yeah, he says things like he knows what he's talking about. He's been doing it for years. Right. <laughs> well, yeah, but I'm willing to give him the benefit of the doubt. Cause That's your bad. He knows a lot about assholes. <laughs> That's true. So, Speaking of which, most of us have tropes and opinions <laughs> that we regard as truths. Supply and demands. Oppression by nobility. The noble savage. Some of these are setting game specific. World of Darkness, the vampires control humanity from behind the masquerade, and some, supply and demand, is things you use in all games. But, what is right, and what is wrong? A Swedish RPG called, well, Swedish, Mutant, I guess, had a mutant, had a line that my gaming group felt was incorrect, because crime is harshly punished. Crime is rare, or something similar. This is maybe false in the real world. Some studies show a correlation, but others show the opposite. What truce do you hold to, and what difference is there between games setting? You want me to keep going? It's Go short. Yeah. yeah, yeah, finish it up. Another it. Swedish listener, Uncommon Man in the forums. P.S. Are you going to have an episode uh. about tactics someday? <laughs> we don't know Stu? anything about tactics. I guess Bill would be on that one, right? Yeah, well, not yeah. Stu. <laughs> Unless you all, you all want to talk about Final <laughs> Fantasy tactics right now, we can do that. No. Final no. Okay. no, we don't. No Final Fantasy. PBS, Sweden did have a prohibition period around the same time as the U.S. The difference was that in Sweden, it was legal to buy alcohol in a limited amount determined by your social status, gender, income, and net worth. Awesome. If you were unemployed or young, you got to buy nothing. An unmarried woman got a small amount, and a married woman got nothing. Oh, I thought she'd get more. But the okay. husband got a larger ration. P-P-P-S, tell Bruce I have a man crush on him. Get in oh, line, who, buddy. Who doesn't have a man crush on Bruce? All right, what are you going to say, Rob? No, I, the, the, the prohibition thing is interesting because it's motivation. I'm just, I can't get the Swedish gangsters out of my head with the Tommy guns going yeah. to That's what the Swedish Tommy gun says. We at Happy Jacks apologize for all the comments of the B team because all the B team is assholes. We are Skitzolar, which which is apparently plural. I was told by the chat room. Oh, thank you, chat room. Good for you. Also, man boobs. According to the chat room. Nice. Um, they're they're debating the the pros and cons of us actually doing this as a topless episode. I I did show my boobs. Well, well, yeah, on yeah. camera, yeah. it's happening. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I think it's interesting, right? Because if you take if you take what is right, what is wrong, uh, false in the real world, and stuff like that, it's it's setting, right? What do you want out of the setting of the game that you're playing? So, for instance, uh, most of us in this room have a very fond and soft spot in our heart and potentially head for riffs coming out to I Kickstarter. Know, I know, it's so excited. It makes me hard. 
Um, 23rd or something? So, 26th. So with, the, with that in mind, right, we like it, I think, because of the fluff. I still like it because yeah. of the really, really, really shitty rules, but that's more of the masochist in me. Fuck balance. You're wrong. The <laughs> hey, Dave, let's play top secret. It's a great game. <laughs> you Lots. fucking work for three months gluing some of the last cars together <laughs> so this shit can work at a con. Fuck you. <laughs> it, it was a good game. We had fun. Um, but <laughs> it goes on a long time. I didn't know what that one did. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so yeah. So, I think it, if it's something that you like, if you like the overall setting, and you and you dive with both feet in, even though you may personally disagree with with attitudes or ideas from the setting, you're playing a game. If it's mm. if it's relevant for your game, go for it. Also, if it's not relevant for your game and you're like, no, here's a sect that doesn't punish crime harshly and, you know, it's it's like what Stu's doing for the whole mode of sin. Mostly it's Camarilla, but Stu's like, no, there's going to be democracy in our land of Los Angeles, you know, so you can play it both ways. Yeah, I mean, and that's a thing that you kind of decide going into a game, you get your group together and you say, well, what are we looking for? Are we going to have a, you know, dystopic kind of world where you're trying to survive? Or is it going to be a murder hobo game where it's everything's ridiculous? So the type of flavor of game you kind of like go for, that's going to determine what the truths of that world are. Where it's like, you know, is supply and demand even an issue? You know, Sure. Yes. Yeah. Yes, it is. Yes. No, yeah. it's you, not. You no. Oh, it's not. Sorry. <laughs> well, at the same time, you have to be careful any game you play that you don't end up with that one guy that made a character that doesn't work. Steve Merrill. Yes. Or yeah, yeah, <laughs> just like him. But uh, you know the the number of times where you have a guy that's like, I'm going to make a paladin, and the rest of the party's like, absolutely murder. I just finished raping and killing 15 people. Paladins. (laughs) (laughs) As you do. Joe the Paladin Raper. In the Greek way. In the Greek fashion. That's his last name. (laughs) Paladin Raper. Right? Like, that's just not going to work. And if you don't discuss it with your group, and you have somebody who's not bought into the truth of that world and that game, you're going to have issues later on. And there's, on the forum, there's plenty of examples of, and in the show, you know, things like the shit zombie game that's been brought up before, mm-hmm. where the GM, uh, Tim Proby, was like, <laughs> I'm not buying into this. And that's a conversation that has to happen. You know, so the truth for those players was it is perfectly okay to shit down someone's throat while you kill them and then resurrect them into a shit zombie. Then Tim was like, no, no, I'm, I'm not buying that. And that game, you know, collapsed. Petered out. Petered out. And that's what happens if not everyone's <laughs> signed off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, how's that for a topper on your chest, <laughs> shit zombie? <laughs> well, I don't know. What do you think, Rob? Um, I... I guess as as a player, if someone tells um, tells me they're playing a certain game, I might automatically assume the setting. But when I run games, I always see the game and the setting as completely different. The game is the rule set, and the setting can be whatever I want. Like this Swedish setting here. I mean, does it say it has to be? Is the harsh punishment part of the rule set? 
or it's just it's, it's going to it seems it, like flavor yeah, yeah that, which that means sounds like then it's you could just fluff. you could just play this mutant game any way you want to that's yeah, yeah. but yeah, yeah. then again I, again if i told people i'm playing D, then they're all going to be picturing you or you're running a fantasy setting but I, I'm even thinking when I approach you guys, I always think I say, "Well, do you guys want to play Dark Souls? Want to play Ravenloft?" Uh, I usually approach it from the setting first. But yeah. I guess you're just assuming I'm running D and D anyway. Well, yeah. <laughs> no, but I think I think that's the interesting thing, right? Is that is it? For instance, in in Ravenloft, and as much as you know, I'd say that's probably your favorite system, right? Are, is there anything in all the years that you've played Ravenloft that you've looked at that's been either a fundamental tenant or a uh, secondary tertiary level bit of the system that you have changed you know or that you didn't like not not really because wizards tried to resurrect their favorite settings all the time and they they get rid of components or they work differently okay so it's just it's always just been the setting like i i guess it's technically a component but in one of the first ravenloft re- uh, modules i read they just said let the players react first don't force them to roll a fear or horror check let them react and give them bonus EXP if they, you know, if, if they actually do show some fear based upon their level of experience. Oh, okay. And then if you think cool. it's improper, then force it, but then it kind of takes people out of the game. Mm-hmm. I guess well, that's a mechanic, but it was more like a suggestion in the product. Yeah. Okay. Well, in one of the pirate games I was in, um, before we started, uh, Jib, who's GMing, and he, you know, like, he asked all the players, like, what is off-limits? What are the things that, you know... That that you won't be comfortable with that. That he doesn't want to make because mm-hmm. it's assumed that these people you're playing with are going to be your friends. I would I would I would hope that you know if you're in a game you're well not with Jose Rob. I've been at a table with all you fuckers. This is true. You know, <laughs> no friends yeah, got granted. But I mean, you don't want to make your friends uncomfortable to the point where they may not want to be your friends anymore. So it's like it's having an open adult conversation is always a good thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's that's probably a uh, a Defi- layer to find your truth. Yeah, deeper than sort of like, do I agree? Do I not agree with mm. the g- political or semi-political or or philosophical balances within a within a fluff system? Mm. Um, and a side note, uncommon man, I love Stockholm. I've been there a few times in my life and. It is. That's just because you're, it's the syndrome. <laughs> well, that's true. <laughs> I didn't like it at first, but they but really loves me. it now. They were like, yeah. "You're gonna stay until you like it." <laughs> yeah, it's uh, muy bueno. All right. Um, all right. Uh, thank you very much. Um, this is Uncommon Man. Yes, thank you very much, Uncommon Man, for your email. Now up is the email from, from Sock, Sock Puppet Troll. Sock Puppet. No, don't don't do that. Is this the one you wanted? I'll, I'll do this one. Okay. Greetings to those who consort with douchebags. <laughs> that would be that, ours. That would be us. Um, I'm writing to encourage other GMs out there, as I had been encouraged by Happy Jacks. This past fall, I ran an RPG for five people, four of them female, who have never played an RPG before in their lives. Yay! Yay good times. Wait, wait. Oh, there's, there's a thing. There's gotta be... There. No. No? No? Wait, uh, the button. Uh, that is. The button. Sodium carbonate! Yes, that's the button. <laughs> that, that one works. <laughs> that one entirely works. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Uh, oh. There we go. There we go. A little bit late, but it all works out. Timing, people. Comedy is all timing. Uh, they have regularly played board games with me, but this was their first experience with an RPG. 
In the interest of preparedness and subterfuge, I sent them a list of strange and peculiar questions about their favorite cars, colors, least favorite personality trait, but most importantly, favorite Disney characters and Disney villains. This got me plenty of responses, and I was able to draft up characters and give them dice of their favorite color. I had a Belle, a Mulan, a Mary Poppins, Captain Jack Sparrow, and TikTok the Crocodile. Or Alligator, I don't know this stuff. Um, I then made characterish things with skills and came up with a story of Disney villains taking over Disney World, with the characters each being summoned to save the world. Hmm. Awesome. It went very, very well. Good. Belle had compassion on a villain. Mulan shot Peter Pan. Good. <laughs> Fuck that guy. That's Who right. was, for some reason, the villain Captain Jack chose. Out of the sky, uh, Mary Poppins played like a wild sorcerer who often used her chimney fire ability to scorch foes. Nice. Uh, TikTok just wrecked like a berserker does. And finally, I had more sure. sidebars with Captain Jack than I have ever had in a single session, including World of Darkest Games. That's awesome. That is amazing. Cultivate the fuck out of that player. This is all to say they had a blast. I had a blast. And that if you listen to enough of the BS played on Happy Jacks, <laughs> you can run a game for just about anybody and tailor it to their wants. Thank you guys for the wisdom over the years and more to come. Dave, a.k.a. Sock Puppet Troll. P.S. Stu, I used Dan Carlin's hardcore history, Ghosts of the Ostfront, as the main inspiration for a 4E campaign. Oh, sorry. Love just, that podcast. That podcast yeah, is awesome. No, great podcast. Yeah. Bad for E. Just it hurts me inside. Um, Hitler using bards to spread propaganda and co-opt any dissension. Yes, please. That's, that's so amazing. Awesome. PSS. Um, SS because he tailored Stork troll hunter and murder by death are hilarious. Please keep the movie recommendations coming. Fuck yes. <laughs> Fuck yes. yes. Post script, 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 script. I, I was think at GaryCon. She's screaming. <laughs> <laughs> I was at GaryCon, but didn't play in any of the OP five E games or Curse the Strahd. So yeah, that happened. No. Now this is badass. I mean, and uh, Hosea Rob is completely correct. You take that J Captain Jack and you foster that. You stoke that fire because you know you have yourself a convert, and that's yeah. awesome. And Clockwork, didn't you just do this recently? You, you grabbed some people you played board games with and said, "Hey, now we're gonna play D and D. Well, yeah, not um, D and D, but an RPG." Yeah, I, I just got back into GMing after a what would you say about. Five five year years. hiatus, yeah. something like that. Ish. Um, and the only out of six players, only two have ever played, and only one of those two played on a regular basis. Um, Gammon Stark is in one of them, and is one of those guys. And because don't. I just got back into gaming after two year hiatus, we're just bringing you back into the fold. And yeah, and we were doing a an outlaw star kind of space anime. Thing in Savage Worlds, and players are just digging it, like, really... And it, there's a, it's a warm, fuzzy feeling when you have somebody who you think, like, yeah, this could be your bag, and they just dive wholeheartedly in it, and it sounds like Dave has himself some good players, and that's a start of a really good group if you want to do campaigns, and, you know, and that's just a world that you can just go to town with. Absolutely. Yeah. What what I'm what I like here is he did a lot of the silly mm -hmm. with a lot of the same cultural touch points with the brand new people, right? Yeah. So mm -hmm. it wasn't like, 
hey guys, like you guys have never role played again. Okay, here's a gritty Call of Cthulhu game. No, have fun, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm sure that works for some people and 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 different personalities and stuff like that. What, Dave? Why are you deleting the podcast? I'm not. I'm just making sure that everything's all good. So many buttons. <laughs> Look, <laughs> how many times does Stu like go fucking with buttons and stuff while we're listening? Yeah, is but he's good at what he does. He right. knows what he's doing. That's but the difference between. I the have a level of nervousness that I <laughs> fucked something up over here. So just <laughs> let right, me be. So. All right, but but I think that that um, sock sock puppet Dave. Um, <laughs> Did a good idea in taking the silly, the silly, if you will, and um, and basically having that so that so that it broke down the barriers of the people being nervous because you know you, playing Captain Jack, playing and Mulan, the, the familiar, he grabbed yeah. the familiar too. Exactly, mm-hmm. yeah, you knew how to do it, and so so now this is a perfect transition. Be like, hey guys, did you like what we did? Okay, we played in this system. What I'm thinking about doing is making like more of a campaign, but you guys make your own characters. Here's the setting. Here's the here's you know all the stuff that goes on there, and it's a good transition point. Um, but I love the way that he sort of started things. And speaking of how he started things, you know, Dave most likely listens to the GM briefing. Um, and have you guys been re- listening to that? Uh, yeah. I start. Yeah, I listened to my first one actually on the drive over here from the airport. Yeah, it. It's just like, long enough for the drive. Yeah, just 23 minutes, yo. It's it's short, it's to the point, and I... I like you. Yeah. No, I'm not, I like, I like I'm, solo You're shorter stew. than I am. I don't, what are you talking, I don't even know what that means. I was confused. Anyway, exactly. You're, you're our small ball of hatred. Um, no, so the GM briefing is a really good tool to use when you're starting out a campaign or introducing new players. Like, because he, he said here that he gave them a questionnaire. And that's one of the things that the GM briefing mentions. And it's something that I used as well to because it gives players a starting point. And especially if you're not used to making characters, just kind of having something to start brainstorming. And something as simple as this, just like with, oh, what are your characters, favorite colors, really kind of opens things up. So, you know, good yeah. on you, Dave. Yeah. yeah. So, so this actually brings up a question that I have, right? For 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 starting off GMs like Dave. God, I'm just gonna keep wiggling my keys. Just so it comes over on the fucking shit. For starting on, <laughs> shut your mouth hole. Um, like so Michael J. Fox trying to get in the car. <laughs> wow. Snip, snip, <laughs> snip, snip. We just lost him as a listener. Yeah, yeah, he's out. Oh, well. He'll never be a guest host. <laughs> Sorry, I wouldn't be able Just to stay on camera. The list. Um, so, so here, so when you guys when you guys are are starting something for new players like you are, Stephen, and you give them the questionnaire, mm-hmm. right? So, so you're competent in you're running it in Savage Worlds, right? Yeah, you're really competent in Savage Worlds, and you can whip up a character like that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Do you feel that okay? Based on what I'm doing here, let me just make up a character and go, or would you prefer to take that questionnaire, sit down with the person, and run through some of the high, high-level rules to integrate those answers into, like, sort of a, a, a character that they had a, a piece in? Well, for me, I didn't want to just inundate my players with too much info right away. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're doing something like what Sock Puppet Patrol did here with, like, a one-shot, you want to make your, their characters for them. You don't... 
rules are only there like when they happen to come up. You don't want to give them too much too soon. But for us, since we're starting a campaign, I wanted players to have some kind of connection to their character. So we did character creation um, all together. Okay. Um, all the players had talked to me about, um, you know, off offline, like just kind of different things that they were looking for in terms of what kind of players, what kind of characters they wanted to play. Um, and then I just kind of, I gave them a blank character sheet with all the skills and kind of let them go like, what would your person like be good at? And then they would just circle those particular skills. And then I would take them aside and say, okay, well, then we would kind of fine tune like, cause okay, I want a big fighter, a big Katarl, Katarl, kind of like a cat werewolf basic anime kind of thing you know super strong big fighter so we took that she bunch of different fighting skills some survival skills and then we just kind of fine-tuned it by taking any extra points that she had okay. and assigning those so it's it's mm. and then to help people kind of get comfortable with role-playing what i did is every player had a connection with the person to the right and to the left of them so okay. then, yeah, yeah, yeah. So and just, we did that kind of randomly. Yeah. And that way, they go into a game and they already have somebody to like, love. To, they have somebody to love. And uh, we also did um, random planet generation as well. Okay. And that helped mm -hmm. shape. Some people use that as a springboard to kind of shape what their character was like. That's cool. That's very, very cool. And it also gives them involvement into the into the world. Mm -hmm. Which is something you need for a campaign. Now, if I was just going to do a one-shot just to kind of introduce the game, then it would be pre-gens all the way. Yeah, no, that makes sense. And then and then you would probably allow them to tweak mm -hmm. afterwards, right? Which is, I know, Rob, something you do quite frequently. Tweak? <laughs> well, <laughs> well, yes, you love the heroine. He is from the IE now. From the IE. That's what they do. We at Happy Jacks apologize to our IE listeners. No, fuck you. Move. <laughs> we don't apologize for shit. You're in the goddamn Devil's Forsaken land. No, that's that's Nevada. Wow. Hi. Tell us how you really feel. I, that's not even close to how <laughs> I feel. Well, so, and if you weren't being sarcastic about your last PS here, you can still play all these games by going to alonlinetools.net. They have a bunch of the um, the Curse of Strahd games. Yeah, which is that where is that what we're kind trying of. to run? Yeah, oh, I'm running, I'm running those games, but I'm not running them through that website. Oh, okay. But yeah, but yeah, we're running those okay. adventure league games. So that's actually so. Talk about that for a second, right? Because I. But I thought Happy Jacks players hate organized play. No, 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 no. We don't <laughs> no, hate. We, no, so we had oh. that discussion. There was a discussion. They don't hate it. They just talk a lot of shit about it. <laughs> no, 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 no. They talk a lot of shit about the GMs that they uh, can only okay. read block text. Yeah. Um, uh, that right. was at the last con. Um, actually, Bill, Bill yeah. went, went and did and a did. an organized play. Yeah, mm -hmm. and uh, we we can't do that entire thing justice. But that was the last the last con, correct? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So the yeah. the last con, he talks yeah. about it at length. So I'm, yeah. I mean, there there are good and you know some of us have issues with organized play, but there are some good points to it. So um, as Jose Rob pointed out, I do live in the land of heroin. It takes me an hour to get anywhere, if I'm lucky, and then an hour to get back. And the new organized play games are just an hour long. You can play them an hour session, maybe two. So I figured, well, instead of driving back and forth and then getting everything set up, I invited a bunch of people just to hang out for an hour on Google Hangouts. And I've been running the one-hour sessions, and they seem to be going great. I haven't had to worry about people dropping out of games because I have a pool of about 25 players now. Wow. So I just tell people, 
I, when do you want to run a game? Let me know and I'll set it up. Or, hey, I'm going to run a game this game. Um, the first four people want to jump in, jump in. Yeah. And yeah, and, yeah, and he's actually, um, he introduced uh, some of our players at, at our table. So, you know, even more. So we just kind of, those new RP, you know, those new role players, just kind of feeding them, you know, the, the, the starter drug, Savage Worlds, and then you feed them the harder stuff. And then you just... Pretty soon they're hooked and they're going to cons and they're running top secret. And playing refs. Yeah. I like it because if someone has a, they can't make it this week, I'll just run that adventure for them next week. And other people can jump in or they can play a different character. And I've had one guy play the same scenario with me. Well, that's great as a DM. I get to run the same scenario a bunch of times to get more familiar with it. But I've had one guy run the same scenario three times now with different characters. And he likes it because he can see what I change each time. See, that's that's the key right there is because you're not you're not beholden to the verbatim part of the language. You you have enough confidence in your GM ability to alter things here and there. Because there's stuff yeah. that, that when I played in it, I was like, I could tell, like, this isn't part of the scenario, like fucking with the little fireberries and yeah. stuff like that. You know, but I knew that there were basic rules and you were like, well, no, you can't do that. Instead, you're like, yeah, sure, let's see what happens. And I think that... I gave you inspiration for it too. I was like, "Fuck yeah, here you go." Yeah, exactly, <laughs> right? And so so with that, when you come across an organized play GM that can do something along those lines. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's where it becomes really cool because I loved I'm like, "Holy shit, that was only an hour long. We we found the person. We had like two little short combats." Mm-hmm. Um Holy shit! I gamed at nine o'clock on a Tuesday, and I'm done by ten fifteen. This yeah. is like, like I can go deal with my family now. Yeah, yeah. well, they were all asleep. So, <laughs> but I've actually been telling other players like, you know what? I'm having a hard time sitting at a table playing now because it's just too awesome. Especially with the Google document just dropping in a bunch of stuff. And um, you haven't played in it, but I actually have That's a little funny. battle form there now. Well, not not since I've done this, and I have everyone roll for initiative, and everyone automatically puts all their crap in there. I don't have to call people, so everything's already in, and we just start combat. That's cool. Everyone's made the that's, roles, everyone's filled out the table. Yeah, that's actually pretty cool. And um, it's a it's Ravenloft, it's supposed to be dark horror, but I just I just throw in the humor with the pictures. Yeah. Like, they encountered that's a group good. of elves, and they weren't quite right, so they were just all, like, different pictures of Michael Jackson <laughs> in a different stage. <laughs> so. Oh, that's awesome. All, all right. my gypsies yeah. have been hipsters, so... Gypsters. Yeah. Gypsters. That the really the problem that most of us have had with organized play is not the fact that it's organized play, but the fact that a lot of times you run into the GM, like Rob was saying, the the GM that is terrified to go off book two steps to the left of what's written. Uh, or you end up with a party of people that are just like, okay, we got to do this, we got to do this, we got to do this. I've played this scenario 16 times. Here's what we have to do to get the most gear for my guy, and I haven't played it on this character, and I need to get the EXP and the treasure, so I'm going to do all this and this. And that was the biggest problem that Bill had, was the like yeah. the people that were like, let's go, let's go, let's go, let's do this. and Stop role-playing. <laughs> right. How, how dare you? Yeah, yeah, you and don't they, have... And they, I mean, different strokes for different folks. I mean, and if they're enjoying it, good right. on them. And but, yeah, if you can find an organized play group, you know, that, you know, kind of does it for you, then more power to cool. you. Absolutely. Yeah. And I have greatly enjoyed the online one-hour sessions. Thank you. Because, A, they really are about an hour. 
I, like when you, you get said a lot of that, shit done. Yeah, when you said that, I was like, yeah, all right. Um, maybe it's an hour to like to read it. Uh, <laughs> but <laughs> we'll see. And so the first one finished, and we were like an hour and five minutes or something. And I was like, oh, uh, okay. Well, good game, everybody. Have yeah. a good night. Let's yeah. try this again sometime. But you know, those are those are really good. I'm really having a good time with those. So what I would I'd be interesting to 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 hear if you ended up going and doing one of the the organized play as a as a GM for the Adventurers League how it would differ from having your players and and, and the minor legal no, 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 no. Yeah. yeah, it's not. I'm not saying that, yeah. but I'm saying that that, that to see if like if Khan those players, he's, yeah, he's a rogue GM. If those players had been conditioned well, to a certain kind of GMing or not, they. Um, so I'm following this. If anyone's in it, they have this thing called GM Quest for season four. So I get one reason I'm doing this online thing is I, I get a ton of EXP for my characters. Also, yeah, because I'm running the game, so my character doesn't advance unless I get it. So one of the things was called Quest of the Week, where I basically run everyone on that AL Online Tools website I gave runs the same adventure, and you just make it public. And I did get um, a new guy on. Mm-hmm. Um, but he was from the old RPGA and, like, the Pathfinder Society, and he was kind of like that. But there was a lot more wrong with him than just that. And I don't want to say it's wrong to play the the organized way, just it's not the way we play. But he was your... He, there. What did I say? I said stereotypes about nerds exist for a reason, and this guy had all of them. Mm. So I just decided not to do the quest of the world. You dress in the manner of a male XP, prostitute. For an extra hundred. <laughs> I'd rather just play with my buddies. Yeah. All right. Someone no. in the chat room. No, no. no, no, no. I, I hit the, you he dress in the manner of a male <laughs> prostitute. <laughs> I, can't, I can't listen to it because I get my own head, pun intended. There's another headphone set. No, it's just weird. I hate sound just wigged out by I don't want to yeah. get in your head. Oh, actually, no. There's not another. No, it's yeah. right there. It's right there. It's the two fucking headphones six inches from your goddamn nose. The, yeah. So Listening to myself is Because I don't now. like the dumb. <laughs> but yeah, I would um, I would do it. Um, I've asked in my local game stores, but they're just all Magic the Gathering places. And the closest game store, the owner's deaf, so it's been hard to communicate with them about running games. So... Um, I could drive all the way down to Pasadena, but I might run some... I think I even told you guys, I'm going to maybe run at SeptemberCon. Yeah! Or do um, organized play Happy Jack style. Not, I'm not going to go downstairs where they do it oh, okay. all together, because I think they'd kick me out right away. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to do it Happy Jack style. It'll still be a legal game, but it just will Just no pants. I'll use the four-hour block to run one of those one-hour games. <laughs> <laughs> and that way people can go way wherever they want to go. That's funny. <laughs> and be like, all right, well, you finished the game... But yeah, you, you can actually now? have time to it's have been, lunch. It's been real fun. I've actually asked a bunch of other people from the, the Happy Jacks as I'm getting more involved to jump in. So cool. maybe we'll see them in there, okay. too. Awesome. And All thank right. you very much, Dave, a.k.a. Sock Puppet Troll. Sock yeah. Yay! All right. Next up, Con Game Advice and Superpower Dilemmas from Of the Hill People. Uh... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> All right, then. Go ahead, bro. You want me to read this bitch? You made All it right. in time. <laughs> dear Happy Jack's crew, O and Tim. Pro no, a. no, no, dear Tim, because he's not here today. He's in he can room. go he's eat a bag of dicks. And by the way, if you order from eatabagofdicks.com, whoever you send the bag of dicks to, they get 20% off the next order. <laughs> So it's like the Amish ah, friendship dick? Yeah. yeah. Like I got sent a bag of dicks at work, and so like I passed on the 20% because a, I'm a, a giver. It's a bag of dicks chain letter. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. That's a and, and send a bag of dicks or you're going to get another bag of dicks. That's a... <laughs> just a... As a business model, 
Oh, it's ingenious. It's ingenious. Yeah, it keeps extending things. Fuck. <laughs> How did you do this? We could have retired. And Tim, I'm sorry, really sorry, I stole your beer. Retirement money. You know? no. mm. Oh well. All right. Uh, now that you've returned from con and regaled us with your con stories, is there anything you would amend or add to the advice you have given to GMs in the past who want to run games at gaming conventions? I'm thinking of running my first game at Chupacabra Con <laughs> Suck here, that in, here in Texas in May, and would love some updated advice on how to not freak out and run a terrible game at a con. Mm, mm. I also have another question about superpower games and house rules you have for your games. How strict should a GM be with superpowers when the superpowers a player has chosen feel game-breaky but have yet to be taken for a test drive? I always... I ask because one of my players decided he wanted to take intangibility and invisibility with the always... Inconceivable. <laughs> indubitably. <laughs> Um, always on intangibility. Shut up. And invisibility with always the always on modifier, meaning he can't turn off the powers. Then invest the rest of his points in super sorcery. Now I have a player who I suspect can't be seen, can't be touched by physical means, and is casting spells with a D12 plus two in spell casting. Should I bring down the GM veto hammer or roll with it? Thanks and keep drinking. Of the hill, people. On the forums. P.S. Have you Renfair folk tried Bloody Vikings before? I suspect it would be a tasty beverage for show. The recipe is simply three parts sweet mead and a dash to one part red wine. Consume responsibly Mm. or get puke drunk, Stephen, and thrown out of fair like I did. I've never puked at fair. That's legit. That's yeah, that's, legit. All right, that's fair. PPS. Just when I get near Bill. I've attached a dick pic for your viewing pleasure. Where? No, it's, Where? Well, I'll put I've it in the it. show notes. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's, a capital, it's a capital D. So is it Nixon? Or? No, no, no. Like, it could just be like his his dick might just be worthy dick. of a Catholic capital D. But no, his, his dick may be, you know, Richard Nixon? Like, just boom. I'm not a cock. I am not a cock. So the first thing I thought of, he says he cannot turn off the powers. I just thought of Stu's uh, blind character. People kept forgetting that he's blind. I mean, that's not a benefit to always be invisible. Well, and he's um, going to forget about that. And sometimes. actually, um, in the uh, in the forum on the Savage Worlds uh, specific board, um, we were discussing this issue. Okay. Um, and one of the things about having intangibility and invisibility always on. This is for, like, the second generation of the Superpower Savage Worlds. Mm-hmm. Where... Because in the first iteration, always on was... You couldn't have intangibility always on. Okay. And you couldn't have invisibility uh, invisibility always on either. So I, I personally like that setting a little <laughs> bit better. That's, but for this second uh, version of Superpowers, the problem with always on... Is that how are you moving? Yeah, how are you eating? You would fall. You would fall through, and cheeseburgers don't go in. Exactly. So, to be able to do these two powers with always on modifiers, you would need to buy other superpowers to even function. 
and then the question becomes, and this is where you got kind of have to feel out your player. Are they doing this to be an asshole? And then, yeah, GM veto them. But if they have a concept, then you help them flesh out. Because, like, Dead Man was a a superhero that was brought up uh, by Stork where it's like, he's intangible all the time, he's invisible all the time. But he's still a a DC character Mm -hmm. who still has motivations for superheroing. He still has, you know, a cause. He still has causes. He still is out there. And then... He gets around certain things by, like, he also has flight. That's how he gets around. Yeah. Um, he would also have the superpower where he doesn't require sustenance. Yeah. So you would have to balance things out with other powers. And one thing that was brought up in the forums is that trappings become very important for something like this. Mm-hmm. If your trappings are, say, mist, so you're intangible because you're, you're misty, mm-hmm. then things that, like, cause a lot of air like just like a tornado or something like that suddenly where the fuck are you you're Fucks shaking you automatically yeah exactly you know if if your trappings are darkness well in the light boom, your spotlight your hose yeah so having the player really think out like make them think out like well what is your trappings why are you making this character and what are your motivations and then the age-old question of well why is your character doing anything if he can't be touched, can't be felt, can't be seen, what the hell is he doing as a hero? What's the story? What's the motivation? Yeah. Because if he, if the player can't figure those things out or doesn't really have, then he's just doing this to be an ass. Yeah. Well, I mean, not because he an, can. He's playing with, trying yeah. to break the game or see what the rules can do. Yeah. Exactly. I, I think mm-hmm. that I think there's a scenario where you know you have that conversation with the player. And then at the end of it, if you're still getting kind of the red flags and the alarm bells and just be like, look, man, like, I'm not super comfortable with the rules enough or with, with those rules enough where, where I want to mm-hmm. go with that at this point. Can you do one or the other? Can you yeah. do, you know, something like that and still, still have that middle ground conversation, yeah. especially if it's an interesting concept? Uh, the one time that I've run a supers game, I basically had a list of these are the powers that you can't take. Because yep. you're yep. a Nazi. It's, yes, I am. But I knew that these powers, I wasn't as comfortable with GMing that where I couldn't, I would have problems with game breaking. So I'm like, yeah. I want to get the game going. So let's, all right, boom. And then the players like signed on for that. Okay. Um, another thing about, especially things like invisibility, um, Stu brought up a really good thing on the GM briefing about senses. Mm-hmm. Just because you can't see something doesn't mean they can't be smelled. Doesn't mean they felt. don't can't be felt. There's other senses. So just because a person can't see them, maybe they still have heat. You know, so boom, infrared yeah. still you know picks them up. Yeah, they've dealt with that in the mode of sin. Yeah, play exactly. as well. Yeah, and and just mm-hmm. to try to think outside the box as a GM on how you can it it as much as it seems like yeah maybe he's trying to be a, a dick about this, it will cause you to kind of stretch your own GM muscles to like. How am I going to contain this guy and how am I going to... Which can be its own reward in its own way. And then if he is being a dick, then smack him. Smack him. Smack him. Yep. Cool. What about cool. the, the oh. first part? So some of you guys have run games at cons. I I have not... Be, not that I chicken out the end. I always go to play. But I yeah. I keep telling myself I'm going to run one at uh, September. I've run public games before, though. Yeah. My, my yeah. advice was just, yeah, do it, but 
just hope that uh, or recruit two plants. Try to get two of your buddies to be in there too. I'll do it. Well, that's a good way to do it. Yeah, absolutely. I'll, I'll be in your game. You want to go to Chupacabra yeah. Con? Yeah. <laughs> in Texas, 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 Texas. Well, they'll let me in. Chupacabra. They just won't let you out. That's the problem. They're gonna send you over the river. <laughs> Mexican. But. <laughs> <laughs> No, honestly, like, my con GM advice is just prep it, get in there, and play the game. Is that like, you, like the first the first night, what, seven years ago when you're like, oh, yeah. crap, or six years ago, crap, I'm going to be running a game at this con. And you look at the list yeah. of people and you're like, who the F are these people? Well, s- like, the very first time, Stork and I ran a game together. Co-GM. There you go. Have a effing co-GM. <laughs> Co-GMing helps. Um, but, to be perfectly honest, that first game, we ended up prepping probably six games worth of shit. <laughs> because yeah. we were so terrified about, okay, we're going to go to a con, and we're going to run a game for people that may have been listening to us BS about the best ways to run games <laughs> online. So if we show up and we don't run a good game, what the fuck? So we, like, the very first time Stork had literally prepped a phone book, phone book worth of shit. And I was like, we need to cut this down. And then even after that, it still was so much that we were like, oh, yeah, this is a four-hour game, not 12 hours. But it's cool. All right, we'll make this happen. And what do you think about, like, playtesting your game? Because I know that you playtest yeah. your games. You know, pretty much every game that you've run, you've had a playtest beforehand. And I am a religious believer in playtesting for con games. Yeah. Because it really helps you hone down. Because in your mind, anytime you prep a game, you're like, okay, well... And I know a lot of times we talk about... We don't try and find the solutions for the players. We just come up with the problems. But at the same time, you kind of puzzle out in your mind, like, well, how could they get through this? Or oh, you're going to okay. have people sitting around brushing their teeth. I don't know. Were you right. in that yeah. game? No, that was... Well, <laughs> so so I'll let Dave finish before I address your thing. I, I've <laughs> learned a lot since that <laughs> happened. But have you? It's, it's about finding enough content to fill your four hours, but not trying to pack it with too much. You know, it's a a gentle balance that you have to really find, but the trick is, every time we've playtested, the game at the con has run 300% better. Because we actually have some idea about what people might choose, and almost universally, anytime you sit down at a table with six people to play your game... Those six brains are smarter than yours. Yeah. And they come up with some shit that's just off the wall that you're like, oh, okay. And just having that happen really helps you practice being on the toes and get get through it. So, I, I yeah, I hugely support playtesting any game for a con. I, I hope you keep on doing it because that's when I... And maybe it. cap out yeah. how many people have your table. Don't just accept everybody and keep everyone come until you have ten... Oh no no no! no. I think yeah, yeah. to me four is a magic number, but I think some cons might have a or cons might have a like you have to have at least six people. Well, in general, well, at least our con, if you want to run four people, that's totally fine. You can do that. 
if you want to get your free ticket, then you have to have a certain number of player yeah, hours, which is two games with six players. Oh, so just 12 hours. Okay. Um, but if you... Uh, you know, if you four players, or right? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. whatever the math is, you can figure it out and, and, and go that way. Twelve games with one. I think, but but <laughs> also don't 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 worry about if you're going to go to your first con. Don't worry about be like, oh, I need to get my free pass. No, no, no. Like right. take take a deep breath and hold on for the ride of your life. But no, like it, it, m- make sure it's a system you're familiar with. This is stuff that we've all said in the in the past, right? But like, make sure it's it's a system you're familiar with. You know the rules. You've got your rails because, to a certain extent, you need that. You need that rail scenario in in the four hour game. At least need the highway, you know, where you're heading. I think, yeah, and and look, man, just worst case scenario, it's going to be four people that you never see again in your whole life, and it'll be a great nightmare gaming story. So that we want to hear about. Yeah. So at, <laughs> please, at, then please at, email at, at the baseline. RPG. Even if you do well, email too. Yeah. Yeah. At the baseline, yeah. you're going to entertain us even with if a you horrible do. story. When you do do well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry about that. Um, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I think uh, I think all the over the years, you look like you're about to like shit yourself. What? Wow. <laughs> Dave just gave me the weirdest look. I don't know. Anyway, so so. We have complete faith in you. All all of the years Go of forth. this podcast and all of the <laughs> advice. No, don't shit yourself. What the uh, <laughs> Sorry, you'll be fine. Like I when I when I did when Dave and I did Top Secret, I was a little bit nervous. When we <laughs> did, when we did when we did riffs, I was way more nervous. Even though I knew riffs way better, but we were doing it wrong. Do you years. shut your hole? <laughs> no, legitimately, <laughs> we were doing it wrong all through the years we played it, but we did it right at the con. Savage Worlds, yeah, yeah. Cool. I'm about running, the, I'm about the con advice, um, you guys remember Tyler's advice? I liked his. Just, just let the players be awesome. Yeah, like that's yeah. why I've been doing these one hour things. I'm like, I might play these people again, but just one mm-hmm. hour game. I mean, if something awesome comes up, who who cares what it says in the book? That's awesome. Do it. Yeah, exactly. let them be awesome. Exactly. Well, good luck in ChupacabraCon. I just, I just, I'm fascinated That's by the name. That's an amazing con. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like half goat, Ooh. half con. Keep your um, goats close. Goat sucker. You're a goat it's sucker. It's a con that sucks. <laughs> that sucks goats. Goat sucking. Con. And goats are delicious. Mm. Um, it's a goat. But yeah, it, it like, enough. like, let it, like, you know, tell people where in Texas it is. So if there's a, like on the forum, so if there's other Happy Jacks people, they can go down and support you. Um, go away, Baton. <laughs> is that about the dick pic? It's about sucking so. a goat. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. All right. No, well, All right. good good luck of the hill people, and uh, thank you for emailing yeah, yeah. in. Of the hill yeah. people. Wait, wait, one more time, on three. One. Thank one, you very much. Two, three. Of the hill people. Um, and also, your email. I have not tried a Bloody Viking, but my, my favorite kind of drinks are Black Eye, and the uh, pony ride at fair. Pony ride's dangerous. dangerous. Mutter's milk. Mutter's milk's, milk's all right. Mutter's milk's good. That'll hurt you. Yeah. All right. Dave, did you sign yourself up for this one on purpose? No. Okay. <laughs> so I think you're gonna read but part one and two, maybe. It's can, can happening. I, oh my all right. Jesus! So um, hold on. It's the rest of the packet. K- Kenigma. Wait, wait. Has a yeah. horror story 
in uh, many parts. One, there may be an intermission <laughs> in between, two, you know, where you can go to the lobby and get yourself some popcorn four, and a soda. Let's all this go guy to just the told Jim lobby. to eat a dinner. Yeah, let's all Six, go to the lobby. Seven, I'm going to say that's seven pull, full fucking fuck. I can't even cut. <laughs> I'm just, I'm, I'm absolutely. Okay, Rob just had a seizure. <laughs> Yeah. That's how a, long this horror story is. I need a beer. So, yeah. Um, you want the other half of Tim's? <laughs> no. <laughs> so, Dave, why don't you go and start us off? Here we go. We'll <clears> tag <throat> out if we need to. A horror story for the show. But read fast. From Kenigma. We'll oh. Kenigma. <laughs> we'll that was the dramatic intro. <laughs> I thought Kenigma. it was Kenny Grandma. Kenny, hey, Kenny. wait. But like, are there cold beers? Like, seriously? There's a oh. hot peach one over there. Oh. I think... You have, there's one more. I don't want to take your beer. Well, yeah, I took the last one. We'll start, Dave, because it's anyway, too long. <laughs> here it is. <clears throat> well, they figure out beer situation. There might be some beers in the fridge in the other room. Just ask Tim. <laughs> Go out there and... No, take, just take it. Just, just take the girliest drink and it's Pick any tense. beer out of the fridge and just hold it up and go, This one's for me, Proby. <laughs> and just walk away. <laughs> just do it. No, because then this dude has to unlock the thing again. No, just leave the door cracked. All right, all right. As long as you don't get it closed, the air conditioner won't close it. We are absolutely professional. <clears throat> Howdy. <laughs> now, this is only a... No, not only is this a U.S. email, but it's also from Texas. Go to Chupacabracon. But Houston, no less. I'm glad you have survived the many years of terrible storms. Um, no cattle were harmed in the writing of this letter. Well, I'm Ooh. glad... No, I, I would know. actually I mean, be yay. impressed if we can, you know, hurt cattle with this email. Well, actually, no, this email probably could hurt some cattle. By, by sitting down and typing something out, <laughs> you end up with a way to hurt a cow. That's pretty badass. That is pretty badass. Yeah. Uh, you read my first email in uh, season Six. sixteen, episode twelve. Well, like sixteen, twelve. Has this podcast been on <laughs> yeah. that long? The podcast episode, not the year. He even <laughs> oh, says. Oh, I should have read that. Um, but about the group that wanted uh, to see what OG D and D was all about. Since the Happy Jacks gods accepted my first offering, I return with a new one to curry their favor. Well, really, I, I, I prefer like beer, chutney, paneer mm. over curry. But you know, that's Dude, what it is. I just got back from London. Yep. Curry, so good on like Bank Street by uh, Shortage. Oh my god! Oh shit! Let's it's all go. Like, it's like well, they let's, were. Let's <laughs> fucking have a play. Let's it's get like, this. It's like they were right, a we're colony this, we're of cutting England this thing or something. <laughs> no, no, no. Mm. Mm. Okay, we've only gotten a paragraph in. Yeah, I know. Shut Not even. <laughs> uh, this offering comes in the form of a horror story. Wait, wait. How's wait, that wait, for wait, a dumper? It's got to <laughs> be on here. It's got to be on here. That one. Press that one. You rang? <laughs> Badass. <laughs> <laughs> no. No. Bait. Baiting. Welcome to Costco. I love you. <laughs> uh, utterly wait, wait, wait. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. I got it. I got Hold it. On. You, you want to lead him? Uh, with a creamy GM fail center. Smothered in shame sauce. I do love a mm. serving of shame sauce. I enjoy, I enjoy that as well. Mmm. Uh, the full story is like a Tolstoy novel and plays like a Lifetime movie. <laughs> I've abridged it Liar. to the best of my ability into three key discussion-worthy incidents. I believe it will entertain, though. Uh, there aren't any sports, but there is fencing, fighting, torture, revenge, 
Giants, Monsters, Chases, Escapes, True Love, and Miracles. Is is this a kissing book? <laughs> yeah. It doesn't That's sound just too what bad. I was thinking. I'll try to stay awake. Uh, you might want to take turns reading the sections. We will. <laughs> uh, background. Want me to do this one? Or are you ready? Go for it. You want to just keep revolving around? Or you? Or yeah, yeah, yeah. Background. Who's up? I'll do it. All right. Yeah, keep it to work. Background. I'm going to call the individual this story revolves around Cartman. Cartman? Cartman. He's not Cartman. I don't overly care about protecting his name, but I think this conjures the best, yes, best image of this person's personality and general behavior. I met Carmen, or Carmen, I guess. Carmen. I met Carmen in heady days of college while going through a transition from my high school friend's gaming group. He and several others were displaced, like me. We joined forces to roleplay and survive college life. Geeks find safety in numbers. Except, maybe you should have chose They mostly come out at night. Mostly. Cartman, like his namesake, was not mature. Tended to be creative, read, made up, and or exaggerated. When discussing himself, which he did often, he fancied himself a ladies' man. And had many, many, um, substantiated relationships. Okay. Many, many... Um, substantiated relationships and rendezvous. Hey, there, there. She's from Canada. You wouldn't know her. <laughs> in, in Canada, in RPG, he was a munchkin. No surprise, I'm sure. Cartman was a classic case of overcompensation. When we called him on any of his tall tales, he would get mad, throw a tantrum, disappear for a week, and so and then return as if nothing happened. We just learned to ignore the behavior because it was easier than confronting it. <laughs> Passive! Ooh. Yay! We chalked up behaviors to being the kid in the group, and all believed he'll grow out of it. Lies. Something that helped Cartman survive all these character flaws was he had the real-world equivalent of an 18 charisma. Interesting. He could talk his way into and out of just any situation. He could pull off the lovable little scamp whenever his mouth went a little too far and Jesus extricate Christ. himself from nearly any situation with his mouth, apparently. It was remarkable <laughs> to be wait, old, wait, actually. Wait, wait. wait. Uh, um. Jesus, Dave. Damn it, Damn it Look. Dave. <laughs> Just Where's the one that says... Invertebrate! <laughs> <laughs> Does that mean he can suck his own junk? <laughs> it's absolutely... Oh, my God. No. Just so the group of guys, like pole vaulters. and I right. don't sound like complete idiots, that'll come later, Cartman was super smart, worked well with all of us in study groups to get through exams, and was fun to hang out with. That guy could tell a story, and was always there when it was party time. In fact, he once had my back in the only bar fight I'd ever been in. I did say I'm writing from Texas. And only one bar fight? Dude. I think he means out of game, maybe. And is probably a key reason why I didn't end up a mess on the floor. Okay, daylight's burning. Let's get this train wreck a moving. Right. Wait, so did we, we want to? Uh, he uh, he we'll chunked it, it so we can discuss. Okay, we can chunk. Um, no, this Hi. is you, Hi. Rob. Hi. This is you. No, 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 no. Have you read the rest of it? This is not him. Well, it's not. Well, it it could have been him, but it no. There's a reason why we are still friends with Hoser Rob twenty some odd years later. Because of the 18 charisma. Yeah, that part down, Yeah, I can kind of agree with you, not the up part. Oh. Yeah, well, no, yeah, so you weren't a ladies man. No. I thought yeah, he was you, he's a good listener and fun to hug. sir. I am dead sexy. <laughs> and rubbing my nipples at you. 
No. All right, so I think you are the female okay. condom. Continue. Oh, 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 oh. Sorry, female conundrum. conundrum. There you go. Oh, oh, okay. You. Incident the first, the female conundrum. Dun, dun, dun. The group largely survived college intact. Some of us moved on to grad school, others joined the workforce, the usual stuff. Then it happened. The group had its first edition of a female. We all float down dun, here. Dun, dun, dun. Up until now, it was a boys club, a veritable sword fight, if you will. Other Sausage. activities like board games, Go worry, card, game, <laughs> card games, baiting, and general partying had more typical gender mix, but RPG remained estrogen-free <laughs> all through college. You poor saps. Yeah. Let's call the new addition Jane. Until now, she had little to no exposure to Cartman as she hadn't gone to school with us. Because it's illegal. <laughs> yes, it is. Misdemeanor. Nonetheless, she judged this group of male apes to be relatively harmless first mistake, and created a cleric healer type that band of murder hobos sorely needed. The first game went fine, her character was introduced and worked well. The apes had taken to their new member. Sound great, <laughs> right? Read on. <laughs> Quick aside. I run GURPS pretty religiously. The game is rules intense, but I love it. Oh wait, should we go? And yeah! <laughs> and tend to take a lot in my cycle time. So I don't always catch non-game things when I'm running a game. Additionally, I can be a bit obtuse. Back to the story. I didn't notice some of the subtleties that were going on at first, but apparently Cartman had taken a shine to Jane. Hello. Well, yes, because because if you're going from a group with no guys to a group with all guys and one girl, 90% of the guys are going to take a shine to the girl. It's science. Let me show you my role-playing skills. (laughs) I roll 20s. His awkward way of wooing such as what you just saw, fluctuated between being helpful with Did he use his wooing word? His wooing word? <laughs> Woo! Yes, I use wooing word. <laughs> uh, being helpful learning a difficult system and condensation. You just sweated? Um, it was weird. It was awkward. It was kind of creepy. So, hello, new gamer. May I garage my stinking <laughs> in your mackerel French? <laughs> Um, it was weird, it was awkward, it was kind of creepy. The other players saw it too. My first misstep, of many to come, was to talk to Cartman about his behavior. This went immediately bad, as he, rightly, told me it was none of my business. My concern at the time was mainly, dude, stop making it weird at the table. I didn't especially care about whatever attraction issues were happening as long as it stayed away from the table. I also briefly talked to Jane, who was apparently unaware she was being hit on. <laughs> Good for her. <laughs> but decided it was cute, even if Carmen was using the pool a girl's hair method of showing an adult woman you like her. <laughs> so I just dropped it. Um, that's illegal. Yeah. Time. Okay. Assault. Assault. Did you want to switch? You want, oh, you want this next page? Okay. Okay. Oh, I can do it. Time passed. Oh, my God. That's a big page. Uh, oh, shit. Um, yeah. <laughs> after games, Carmen and Jane had started going out for drinks, and the table nonsense largely went away. Row, row. Then Holy shit. shit. She went out with him? Wait, 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 wait. That wait. kills me inside. Yeah. God. What, what kills you? What happened? Because she went well, out with him. Yeah, the fact that some fuck-off douchebag was like, 
Hi, welcome to our gaming table. Bitch. You're a pretty girl. I'm going to touch your hair. Mm. But then it says he was condescending and an a-hole. Right, right, right. And he is condescending. Oh, I'm really too. sorry you're an idiot and you don't know how to roll these dice. Let me help you. you see, that, fuck you, dude. There's a lot of fuck you going on. But oh. I mean, even Hosea Rob got married and had kids. Two. I've confirmed had sex twice. Well, three times. I'll vouch for you, too. Oh, hot. Thanks. Oh. Yeah. oh. Wait, 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 wait. Oh, damn it. <laughs> 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 he did it. But that's, that's the whole thing with 18 Charisma. Sometimes assholes. Well, yeah. anyway. I'd love to have you to translate the, uh, <laughs> the soundboard for me. <laughs> right. You won't wear the fucking head. Right. I can't then get in my own head. Shit got real. Dun, dun, dun. Real fucked <laughs> up. Serpent's blood. <laughs> First, the table talk towards Jane started again. And this time it wasn't weird. It was fucking uncomfortable. He started in character, sort of, asking Jane's character if she had any tattoos. Or talking about piercings and making weird, vaguely, not so vaguely, sexual innuendo. Can we have sex? Because I was game-focused and had largely dismissed Cartman and Jane's relationship, or whatever, I wasn't picking up on the subtext. Neither was anyone else, until Jane nearly started crying. Then, like out of a movie, all the things that were passively going on around the table clicked into place. We all realized what the fuck was going on. He was describing intimate details of Jane's body. Tattoos and piercings that were in places that you'd have to really know her well to know about. I won't go into any more detail. You get the idea. What the fuck? We were just stunned. I think I managed a dude, what is wrong with you? As my brain went back to everything that had been happening and put it in the correct context. This had been going on for nearly two hours. Two hours! I may have had a mild stroke trying to comprehend the level of wrong that had just happened. Jane was just embarrassed and angry and hurt, as you'd expect. She excused herself and left the table, then the house. Hold hold on. Hold on. So they go out for a little while. Mm -hmm. Everybody drops it. And then all of a sudden, one of these, during one of these game sessions, he's like... So 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 does your character have a tattoo of bird by her vagina? Yeah, yeah. And basically, like, like let me let me just get this out there, right? Is this this d bag's way of bragging to the table that he had sex with? Yes, with the girl. Okay, yes. like that's fucked or, up. Or yeah. just being creepy. Yeah, th- yeah, yeah. I, it, it, <sighs> There's a whole lot wrong with this guy. Right. Um, Cartman was perversely proud of himself with an "Ain't I a stinker?" look on his face. I think he thought Dick. what he'd just done was somehow cool or funny. After Jane left and the rest of us got a full realization of what had just happened, we let him know he'd crossed the line. Several, in fact. Carmen went from, ain't I cool, to, you don't understand women, this is how you treat them. What? God damn it. Dude. <sighs> I won't argue I don't understand women, but I understand common goddamn decency. Carmen realized he wasn't going to get any yeah dudes or high fives and left pissed because somehow he was the injured party. The rest of us talked through what the hell happened and decided what we should do. Sadly, 
we did not kick into the curb. Why? My explanation is not a good one, but it is the best that I have. When Carmen would fuck up with our group at college, he would periodically disappear and then find one member of the group to buddy up with, then slowly work his way back into the overall group. That Charisma 18 and his, well, I'm just a kid, thing worked well for him, and he used it. He eventually worked his way back in over the course of several months. He was contrite for what he did, but he never apologized to Jane, and I don't think he ever really got that what he did was very wrong. So wait, did Jane come back to the group? What? Wait, he was gone. I, well, I mean, it I don't. Like it. I don't know, but well, but it sounds like they still had some connection. Oh, no, no, no. To well, they were still friends with Jane. Oh, he says yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so but but here's the deal, right? Like like there have been there have been some incidents in our group, right, where we've had some a holes make moves that were a hole moves, and like we stopped talking to that person. If that person ever decided that they wanted to come back, one of the first things that I'm gonna be like, all right, you need to apologize to these following people. For these specific reasons, right? Be that, like, stage one, do not enter Mordor. Like, you oh, yeah. you can't do anything until you do this. And th- that is a level of maturity that I don't think Cartman and, you know, even... And we, we all know a Cartman or have been a Cartman at one point in our life sometimes where it's like you don't know how much of an asshole you really are yeah. until it's brought to your attention. And then what you do with that information depends on the kind of person depends you on the actually kind of are. person you actually are yeah all right well let's power through and then we'll discuss this guy um, pisses me off the group myself included just wanted a whole uncomfortable thing to go away nope nope not good enough i have no excuse other than we had some sort of weird stockholm syndrome because stockholm is lovely I guess. yeah it is it's actually a great thing place. with cartman beautiful as for Jane, she quit the game, oh. but she remained friends with the rest of the group, thus proving to be a better person than anyone else at that table. Yeah. She didn't play with us again for a while, but eventually did come back to RPing with us after a long hiatus. Cartman and Jane were obviously no longer an item, and she actively avoided him. Drink! Discuss! Ah! Okay. Mm-hmm-hmm-hmm. Rob, I'm going to ask... And then drink again. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask you this, right? Because... Uh-oh. No, no, no. Not in a bad way, but, but you... When I started playing with you, and we started role playing together in the in early college, in the Greek fashion, yeah, that was the sex joke. Nice. Um, so you had a fair amount of people come through the group, like yeah. you know, like eight, ten, twelve people, and there not were not all at the same time. No, 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 no. But we did have we did have a ten one night. Probably. Yeah, I think so. Um, but so, and in that group of people, there were some very. There were there were personalities that kind of graded on each other or instances that bubbled up or anything like that. How did you, as the GM, which is basically the de facto arbiter of the group, handle some of that? And did you ever were you ever put in a position where you had to encourage one person to leave or choose one player over another because of reasons? I don't know. Back in that time, I think. Um Looking at now, I think I took it way too seriously. I think a lot of times people are like, dude, it's just a game. Yeah. I mean, I had worked hard on the stuff I created and all. Like, this is back in the day where every day we gamed. We gamed once a week, but we were gaming in between sessions because mm-hmm. it's, it's what we did. But I don't think I ever had anything happen at the table. I remember one instance of um, things happening outside, like in our e circles, if anyone remembers that. Yeah. They like basically are outside forums. Um, one time, one person, Meryl, was taking too long to make up his character, and I think I got a little bitchy about it and just said, well, you know, just play him the next game then. 
because I wanted to get everything going. And then I brought a girl to the group, the girl I was dating at the time, and another player. Um, it was just that whole online conversation where 80% of the facial expressions and tone of the words was missing. Mm-hmm. So it turned into a big argument, and I just locked the discussion. And then they both bitched at me, and then both stepped out of the game for a while. Okay. But did, but then, so, did, were there ever any point where they would apologize to each other or anything along those lines? Or would you, if, would you, have, would you have forced that point if one or the other wanted to come back? Or was it just not that big of a deal? Um, I think they were both pretty pissed off that I stopped them from talking to each other, even though they could just called each other <laughs> if they wanted to, which probably would have been better. Yeah, <laughs> but, exactly. you know, it's like, but we're talking on the Internet, <laughs> you know, back in the late 90s. Yeah, when the Internet was actually a thing and yeah. new. So I just, they, I had talks with both of them, but I don't think either of them were interested in talking to each other because they didn't have that relationship before going into the game. Okay. I think they were both just doing it for me. Like playing the game. Oh, okay. So I just I reestablish the status quo. You're my girlfriend who doesn't play the games, and you're my buddy from forever who always plays games with me, and that was fine. Okay. And they were still civil to each other. Okay. Afterwards, yeah. See that that's where it comes to like you know shenanigans you're pulling in your twenties don't hold. But nothing was like this. Nothing was like. Yeah. I mean this this is yeah your twenties. But this is this is twenties. This is where you know like we were saying, it really comes down to you gotta put on your big boy pants and actually have the conversation and. I mean, he's very contrite and says, we did wrong by not confronting that. Um, Because a a, a mea culpa in one of the games that I was playing in, um, I was the Cartman. Not the creepy Cartman like this, but the drunken idiot Cartman. Okay. Where, you know, I had a game where I got absolutely blitzed at. And the next day, the 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 next game... GM took me aside. This is when I was... Uh, you were still in Bruce's game at that point. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and I talked to the GM, and the GM's like, this shit is unacceptable. And, uh, you know, I'm all for, you know, if you want to have a drink or something like that at the at a game, I'm not going to, you know, I'm not your... I'm not your AA sponsor. I'm not your dad. I'm not your mom. Like, but you got to get a hold of your shit. And I said, you are absolutely correct, sir. And, you know, you, you taper off and you get a hold of your shit. Mm-hmm. And I've been in that game for, you know, from that conversation, two, you know, that, that's like yeah. a two-year-long game now, yeah. you know. But it, you need to have that conversation. If one of your players is, you know, out of line, whether it be like Cartman here being a creepy asshole or whether you're a drunken asshole or, you know, but if you have a player that's kind of out of line, you need to have the big boy conversation. Yeah. And I know it's hard to say no to those charismatic assholes. I say looking at, you know, Poser Rob, who I've known for 25 years now. But it's something that needs to happen sometimes. I don't know. If it, if it ever happened at my table during those days, um, I never had conversations with people. If, if it did happen, they must have taken care of it outside. I know. I know there was one time that I made Corey feel really uncomfortable. And and I felt horrendous about it because it wasn't intentional, and I I apologized then, and I apologized again like ten years later because it still weighs on me. Yeah. Um. But I never I never felt like I had to step in and be like I need to help you two out. I just figured you guys are both adults yeah, that, and you took care of it. Yeah. Well, and and the fact that you felt bad about it, and the fact that you've apologized, and you know that shows that you can grow and that 
you realize that you've done bad. Yeah, that's the thing is that this and guy this, he does, doesn't yeah. because no. guess what? There's more. Incident the second critical failure. Does somebody else want to take this, or yeah, I can do it? I'll do this one. That's fine. Right. Yeah. This takes place a couple of years later, so time has passed. <laughs> the group, I'm scanning quickly for the word Cartman. Ah, oh, there it is. The group carried on, and more females were added. This made Jane way more comfortable. Good. We also finally had GMs that weren't me all the time. Yay! Our so group... Had, what? Total aside, the mm. random uh, Stu's Star Wars game that we're playing is soon about to tip the balance in the female angle. Hmm. Surprisingly, it'll be the first game I've actually played regularly in that, that the dudes are outnumbered. Cheers. See, that's yeah. a, see, so... Just like in your house. Yes. <laughs> just like my house. <laughs> mm. I, I'm, just, I'm just trying to think, right? Because, like, it's something that obviously, like, not in a bad way, but you noticed it. And it's you're just making an observation point about it, but there's people that actually like count that shit. Proby. Tim just the walked probester. in. Probster. Proby for <laughs> the man, the myth, the legend. Proby for life. F all you. Gammon's been on this thing three times, and he's still more experienced than you are. He's OG. <laughs> Original I don't know Gammon. why I got dragged Proby. into this. Original Gammon. <laughs> That's why he walked out there and he's like, "Hey, look, there's a beer. I'm gonna take that shit." <laughs> the sad thing is, I don't. I don't even drink beer. <laughs> <laughs> I took it because I thought Tyler left girly drinks behind. We are utterly professional here. Go pee. We're gonna read. <laughs> I thought I was doing him a favor. All right here we go. All, All right. Reading. So, um, our group had grown to about a dozen players, half of which were regulars, allowing multiple games. Cartman stuck mostly with the boys, and this seemed to suit everyone. Good. However, almost half the group being women, well, something was bound to happen. We were playing a Call of Cthulhu. Call of Cthulhu one cock shot. One I, did, shot. I did not want to say cock but one shot given the, the context. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've never had one shot. It's always a series. It hurts. Gun. No, dude, if it, you could blow out just it once. It hurts. It's yeah. It's not. I've never had that happen. You keep I'm trying. Glad. Keep trying. One day. Play with Cartman. One day. So, so we were playing a Call of Cthulhu one shot style dinner party. Oh, that's cool. Hmm. Steven, you should do that. Invite me. Uh, there was gaming. There was drinking. Cartman was hitting on the women. Even Jane. He is that stupid. Oh, good God. Both Cartman. in and out of character. But it was so comically bad and poorly executed that no one took oh, it seriously. Until he slapped... Hold on. I'm going to wait till Tim leaves because I we need to pay attention. I got pink eye. Enjoy, motherfucker. It's just water. <laughs> it's, it's really pink eye. It's not water. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> wait. Serpent's blood. <laughs> you know what I, re- what I learned this week is polio was basically fecal matter in the mouth. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. I watch Boardwalk Empire and then I go on Wikipedia. It, it's it's just okay, Tim. I've been scenario. taking the drops. I'm not supposed to be contagious anymore. Good God. I want to. <laughs> this is a good story and I right. don't oh, want to be distracted. I'm substantiated. Just for the listeners, Tim came out and wiped a bunch of wet stuff all over me. So we're just giving them context. Don't. Sounds so. Okay, cool. Yeah. <laughs> no, I said so. Spider-Man. <laughs> what do the five fingers say to the face, Proby? Slap! Motherfucker. All right. It's Leviosa. Carbon was hitting on the women, even Jane. He is that stupid, both in and out of character. But it was so comically bad and poorly executed, no one took it seriously. 
until he slapped my then girlfriend on the ass and told her to get him a drink. What the fuck? Okay, quick aside. My girlfriend, now wife, let's call her Sarah, is a Russian Jew that lived in Siberia during the Cold War, fled with members of her family who could get out during the collapse of communism to Israel. She There she lived... She served. She lived. lived There she lived, served in the Israeli Defense Force, you know, the military that scares our military, until coming to the U.S. I tell you this so that you can appreciate that she is a person who takes absolutely zero shit from anyone. Nine shit. I'm taken. That's my Russian. Okay. It's German, dude. <laughs> what the, what the fuck is wrong German? with you? That's yeah. the wrong That's... side of that Axis and Allies game, my friend. <laughs> yeah, they, they lost that one. Conversational Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> That's something from the chat room. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> back to Spider-Man. the story. <laughs> okay, back to the story. Sarah pulled a knife from the butcher's block in the kitchen, was about to deflate Cartman's ego in the literal sense when he screamed like a horror movie Wait. scream. Wait, Burton. You right? <laughs> you have one job, Dave. <laughs> one job. <laughs> oh, it's so good. Wait, 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 wait. There's got. It's got to be on here. When he screamed, how's that for a topper? Play this is a unmarked rail parcel. Please don't touch. We'll be looking at it. <laughs> They're labeled. Okay. They are sort of. When he screamed, I I don't see scream on <laughs> here. It. Jesus! All right, <laughs> all right, moving on. Yeah, hair is great. And ran out of the kitchen. That was when the rest of us found out <laughs> what the fuck was going on. Cartman <laughs> attempted to play it off as just kidding around, and how Sarah should have a sense of humor. Sarah, still holding the knife, suggested that he should come closer. So she could, and would, castrate him. She proceeded to inform everyone what happened. Realizing he was not going to talk his way out of this, Cartman made like he was the insulted one since no one had a sense of humor and left quickly. None of us saw what happened because we were focused on the game revelry and they had been out of view. Obviously, the game stopped and there was a long, long conversation where the women of our group, I think there were three or four present, proceeded to tell the men how sexist, misogynist, and just a terrible person that Carmen was toward women. They were sick of him, and they were tired of it. So his comically bad hitting on the women that we thought was, well, that's just Carmen, was not amusing to them. Sadly, this pains me to even read this. Sadly, this didn't get rid of Carmen, and it should have. <laughs> so, side, side note: The chat room just said, "CA Dave, you stork the soundboard." <laughs> <laughs> Look, there was a scream on the soundboard. I swear to God, but it's not here anymore. So, <laughs> or mm, let's see, let's see. let me let me. I so, can't believe these men may control the fate of the Middle East. <laughs> <laughs> That's partially on topic. <laughs> I want to be clear right here. The level of cluelessness all the men exhibited is shameful. To this day, I believe we should have been... Th- this day, this should have been the absolute breaking point with him. 
but it wasn't. Drink! Discuss. Drink! So, I think, sorry, I think at this point, Tyler would say that they should play the Wheel of Time role-playing game. Is that the one where all the women have the power to just castrate the men? Yeah. Like, men are shit in it? Yeah, that's... Um, they, that's that, really this would have really been a good time. time to play that game. Uh, that's yeah, Wheel of Time. Maybe. <clears throat> so, here's, here's, so here's my deal, right? If I'm, if I'm Sarah, our good friend, the Russian Jew in the Israeli Defense Force... Who we love. Who we love. Love, love in Sarah. In a very platonic way. Hearts. And we respect her entirely and, because and I he would, will stab the fuck out of us. I would be happy to make her a sandwich and get her a drink. Yes. Yes. Okay. So... Take off your shoes and give me a give Coke. Me a Coke. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so if 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 I'm if I'm the author and he did that to my wife, girlfriend, then what? Gr- Not wife, but girlfriend. Any uh, uh, your friend? <laughs> no, no, somebody. No, specifically somebody. Um, I am romantically attached to. Oh, if she doesn't stab you. I will. I will make the stabbing hard because that is unacceptable and it's the hey, I'm sorry. You talk to her. And if you're missing a couple pints of blood during that apology, I give zero fucks. Well, and you know what? Kudos to the women for, you know what? Just getting in everyone's face and saying, this is unacceptable. This needs to change. And... And you are right. It's like the level of cluelessness is shameful. It's a shameful level of cluelessness. We gotta be better. Well, like, look. <laughs> I'm look, sorry. The men folk gotta be better. There's, there's. What did you do? Stuff. What did you do, Dave? The screen's changed. Yeah. It's just. Did it? Yeah. Are we still recording? I have no fucking. I don't clue. know. It's they not would, coming They back. would tell us. They would tell us if we stopped. <laughs> hey. It just went to sleep, I think. Hey, uh... How do you wake it up? <laughs> do you... Do you is it, can you still hear us in the chat room? Can you still hear us in the chat room? Yeah, but just because it's in the chat room doesn't mean that that it's going out to the actual uh, recording. Well, like, this reset at the same time. Okay, they can hear us. Well, then let's Dave, just keep going. They can hear us, but... I don't know. I think you should call Stu because <laughs> I have no I'm fucking scared. clue what's happening. Hold on. I'm so scared. <laughs> well, mean, yeah, keep reading though. We can just always reread okay. if we're re-recording. Well, uh, well, or we're discussing. Well, we'll yeah, discuss. We're discussing. I think the discussion is fuck that guy. Sarah's a hero. Well, no, but but like well, Sarah yes, is there, a hero. There is some that of that, guy. but like there's talking about cluelessness, right? Like like there was a guy in our hey, group. Can you get me a beer, Dave. Dave, 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 get Stephen Dave. a beer. Get me a beer, Dave. Get, get Stephen a beer. Get me a beer. So <laughs> Dave, good God, you <laughs> fucked. <laughs> get face Stephen on camera. a beer. <laughs> yeah, you're good. It's all good. All right. What, what the, button did he push? The part was the chat room refreshed yes. at the same time. And like so we were frightened entirely. <laughs> oh, that's weird. Oh, did you hit enter? No. That's probably why. Because I had put in something but forgot to do it. Well, I've been chatting all... Oh, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so anyway. Um, and Dave did not get me a beer. <laughs> Go get him a beer. He's too busy reporting. He's recording a podcast. Okay, so anyway. Um, uh, there was there was a guy There was a guy in our group a long time ago. Thundercock? No, 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 no. Um, who who, I'm who was... Of? Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. Who was a misogynist, who was an asshole, who was violent. Um, and And because we were younger... And didn't know any better. We let some of this go on without 
you know, we far, would ad- we would address it, but it went on far too long until far it hit, longer than it should have. It hit a breaking point, and and ever Sorry, since then, that person has not been involved or in the group or around. Um, you know, but I think it's that it's that breaking point, right? Like, and it really does require a level of maturity that I know that in regards to that guy, we lacked that maturity. Hundred percent. At that time, yeah, and it sounds like at the time this group were you guys in college? It was uh, it was high just school, after college, high school, going and through college. Because that's yeah, that's their, yeah, yeah. Okay. This was yeah, no, and right after college, like what was the start of the story? It, 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 we had an individual in our group of friends who was the misogynist. Oh sure, yeah, yeah, and it but was, it wasn't ever a problem at the game. No, the game too. No, it but, was just a problem but was, overall. But he sure. was a toxic person in our group. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so I mean having a level of maturity within your group to address the issue and you know, the men folk being better and actually realizing that hey, what the women say is right. We need to do something about that. But wait, there's more. Here it comes. Go ahead, Dave. <clears throat> interstitial the female is the more dangerous of the species the ladies tolerated cartman because we all defended him stockholm syndrome i'm telling you it's beautiful there but they were done and they had a plan oh my god i'm frightened to keep reading (laughs) super super excited to keep reading led by sarah the idf badass um, the ladies patiently broke the apes, that would be me and the other men, out of the Stockholm Syndrome stupidity with Cartman. This was the this was deprogramming on a grand scale. The other guys, I sound like... The other guys and I sound like complete idiots, don't we? While rightly judging us as fools, uh, do keep in mind that we've all known Cartman for a long time. And we had a lot of good times with him. For whatever reason, Cartman never matured into an adult, so clearly he had major issues with women. We all came to see this in time. We should have seen it sooner. My wife's way of making breaking a way of breaking me out of my stupidity, and I assume similar methods were used on the other pod people, was to ask me if I would ever allow someone to behave that way in or out of the group if it weren't Cartman. Of course not. Then why is it okay for him to do it? I gave excuses for him. Well, it's just the way he is. He'll grow out of it. He doesn't mean it. It was all BS, and I knew it. In time, we (laughs) all had our Paula Trades moments. Uh, Respectively, the sleeper has awoken. By the way, I'm in the process of teaching my youngest daughter to say... My brother is coming with many Fremen warriors. <laughs> <laughs> You're the best. That's dad. the point it's, of children. It's very exciting. Best. That is because she's is blonde with really bright blue eyes. So I was like, <laughs> "You're the one. I need this." <laughs> All right, no. and we're almost halfway done. Yeah. Shit. All right. Phew. Incident the third: the final bottle or battle. Cartman. God damn it! Is he still in here? Carmen had once again disappeared, this time for months, but slowly worked his way back in as he has in the past. It was different for him this time. People were not taking his shit with a smile. Well, good. Carmen acted different, too, though. He was super nice to the ladies. 
He was very toned down and well-behaved. Was this the mirror universe Cartment? Has he changed? Did he realize it was time to grow up and be a real boy? We found out he had gotten himself a proper girlfriend while on hiatus from the group. So that's good, right? Yeah. Cartman learned his lesson, and we all lived happily ever after. Oh, hell no. Oh, hell no. Hell no. You know the story doesn't end that way. Uh-uh. Oh, Dave's looking at the soundboard. You can hit the orgasm. <laughs> no, I don't. No. Is it Burton. Uh, I, th- <laughs> I thought something was good. Legendary Copper. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out that Carpenter's it, girlfriend from EasyRollerDice.com. That's was <laughs> like some <laughs> perverse female version of him. Oh no! Uh, so they she had, had tracked. <laughs> it was a ter- she was a terrible human being. <laughs> but after meeting once, I never wanted anything to do with again. She was all the worst aspect of TV reality people. Oh, or reality oh. TV people. She did not get along with any of the ladies or men really of the group. So we pretty much never saw her. But this was a big clue that things weren't all better. Car- or sorry, but this was a big... Okay. Cartman was back, but things were different. The ladies were not forgiving, and the guys were kind of over him. But we said, eh, one more chance, since he seemed to be acting like a normal person. I wasn't ready to pull him into any of our regular gaming, but I had an idea to test the waters. I had been working on an elaborate experiment for an RPG group that would pull in about a dozen players at the same time. Oh, it's a bad move. (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) Normally, I never do this as about four to five is the most I can run and provide a good example for, but I had a plan. I designed it to be a sort of how to host a murder game. Oh, you guys going to kill Cartman? That'd be awesome. (laughs) But with a heavy RP element. Suddenly it's a LARP. I am the singing telegram. Bang! This would be a test. Could he interact around the women of the group, or was he just holding it all in? Uh. Like shit. (laughs) (laughs) Quick aside, my not-so-clever plan was unnecessary. The ladies were well and truly done with Cartman. They were going to put the final nail in and and had the precise way to do it. The ladies would track everything gross and misogynistic thing Cartman did, and then confront him, en masse, once he got out of hand. So they're, they're... So he had a plan, but they had a plan. I, yeah, man, this is like GM and PCs. <laughs> and a super side. There is an awesome way to do this Big 12 thing. It's called the D&D Epic. You have uh, the low-level guys, the mid-level guys, and the high-level guys, and they're all completing the same task, but at their level. Interesting. So like the high-level dudes are trying to fight a dragon, but the low-level guys are maybe trying to like distract the minions or find the weapon that the big guys need. So okay, um, cool. look for that at your next con. Back to the story. Back to the story. Cartman found ways to interact, obnoxiously, with the women, of course. I think he had a plan to make, or to try to make them appear to be attacking him. I'm the victim. I have no idea what Yes. Wow, you finally got one right. Yeah. I got one right. (laughs) Even Stork rolls a four every now and again. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) I have no idea what was going on in his brain. I guess he thought we, the guys, would take a side. Well, that backfired spectacularly on him. As the jackassery ensued, see all above examples, the women cornered him and proceeded to take him apart. Verbally, no knives. They did it publicly, calmly, and expertly. Honestly, they destroyed him. Sarah, Jane, and the ladies aired every misogynistic behavior he performed, explained why it was wrong, and asked him to explain himself. Cartman had no answers. He tried to make jokes and be a cute kid, but it didn't work. Oh, they rolled their saves. There was no more Stockholm Syndrome. We were all in our 30s. He wasn't a cute kid. He was a boorish man-child. 
The women did not let up. Everyone's telling you to press the baby. Jesus. Press Should the baby. Want the, want the baby. Press the baby. Comedy is all about baby. timing. Timing? Oh. See, there is actually some comedy in the fact that I'm getting it wrong. <laughs> I, but we had to explain the joke and therefore it is no longer funny. The women right. did not let Shit. up. I think he may have submissively urinated. <laughs> wow. Submissively They're opening urinated. Coachella this weekend. Oh, okay. Cartman finally <laughs> lost his temper. <laughs> Cartman finally lost his temper in what I can only imagine was a desperate act proclaimed. Um, if there would be women playing in his group, then he would not play. What? What? How? How is that a response? If there are any women around me, then I'm gonna go home. Like instead of saying, you know what? My bad. You're right. Like I'm a fucking cockroach. You can take my toys and go home. Fucking son of a biscuit. He was told to get out. I hope he's told to get the fuck out. Yeah. He was no longer welcome. Fuck that guy. Drink, disgust, drink. And uh, this is what it comes down to: is just the. Can the Cartman actually evolve? Because if the Cartman can't evolve, fuck nope. that guy. You know, if he can, if he can actually, like, if he got taken apart and then was reformed, contrite, reformed. Yeah. If he's like, dude, I am in my thirties. That's this is an asshole thing to do. He had his chance when he was almost assaulted by the crazy. Yeah, the thing, by the idea. Yeah, they, yeah. they they gave him far too many chances, but it's like that's the thing. As a person who has been an asshole all my life, as a person but who's all been an Skitskovar, Skitskovar, you know, and been confronted with my assholery, I had a choice. Do I change or do I just kind of like, well, fuck you guys, I'm going home. I could have done that. I would have been lesser for it. Was this they, if they put up with me, they would be in the same boat that they were in where it's like, that is shameful. We should have called them on it. And you have to grow. You have to evolve. So here, here's, here's a question, right? There's somebody that we still know. Not necessarily at the gaming table, but there's somebody that we still know that uniformly creeps out all of the girlfriends and wives. Yeah, and we don't bring him around girlfriends, wives, or plight company anymore. So, but obviously he's never going to change, and I don't know, and it doesn't seem like there's any malicious intent or anything like that, but... He's got his hooks in you. Stockholm is lovely this time well, of year. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm good. Because it's once every 18 months that I see him. But but that's the thing. It's like, here they're in a, in a gaming situation, in a group where you're meeting every other week, you know, once a month or something. Whoa, I don't know what's going on over there. Um, you have to be able to be around polite society. You have to change. You have to, you know... Fucking grow the fuck up. Put on your big boy pants. Go up to the game and say, Hey guys, last game, I was a total asshole. Really sorry. Not going to happen again. Yeah. After I threw up almost, I almost threw up on Bill. The next time I saw Stu, I had a, a card for him yep. that said, I'm so sorry I threw up in your backyard. Yep. I will never do it again. Still pissed you didn't give a card to the guy who cleaned it up. Yeah, I know. Snip, okay. snip, snip, snip. 
or or puke down the side of my car. Oh yeah. But Heather loves you for that thank you card. Yeah. <laughs> for that I'm a sorry I'm a dumbass card. Yeah, because I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, Dave. Yeah, I'm sorry. I was a dumbass. I'm be on task. Yeah. Epilogue. Once he was gone, we're almost done with this email. This, you know, <laughs> this epic, this epic epilogue. Once he was gone, it was sort of like a weight had been lifted from us all. I think I saw him once or twice since then, but it has been years now. One or two of the players who grew up with him since childhood see him maybe once a year. But it is a drink at a bar or lunch, little else. One friend who went to dinner with Cartman to see how he was said, Wow, I never need to see him again. The group was better for the loss. Most of us are still in touch to this day in role-playing. Looking back, I feel badly that it was allowed to go on as long as it did. I'm glad the ladies of our group didn't dump the idiot men and instead proactively, proactively took down Cartman while teaching the rest of us how the situation should have been handled. I think, no, no, we empowered him by defending Cartman's bad behavior instead of calling him out on it and holding him to the same decencies we'd hold anyone else to. You made it to the end. Congrats. You oh, level up. There's more. Ken. <laughs> <laughs> Ken. I actually meant to hit the applause. <laughs> Kenigma23 on the forums. Kenigma. P.S. Thanks for the show and the podcast. They are the oh. highlights of my week. I recently joined your Patreon to show my support. Yay. Keep on keeping on. <laughs> God damn it, Dave. <laughs> the buttons are so small. PPS. <laughs> I, I also picked up. There you go. I also <laughs> picked up the ten songs that have been released. Need more songs. Stork's hair is great. Wait. Stork's hair is great. I can find that one. It's right in the corner. <laughs> you know what? Good for you, Ken, for you know realizing one that you've done wrong, and two for making up for it, and. Congrats to you and Sarah, because she sounds badass. But, uh, yeah, no, this, and this is kind of one of those topics that, you know, kind of is all over geek culture right now, the whole, like, misogyny and, you know, yeah, It's making me not want to make my daughter grow up to be nerdy. I'm almost thinking of telling her, that's daddy's hobby, get the fuck out of that. To save her from all that. <laughs> wait, that's, wait, that's, wait that's, a minute. Don't, no, 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 hate it? Don't, don't, that's not what we're trying to promote. Why don't you go play softball? Yeah. <laughs> so uh, that way she won't have to suffer <clears throat> through the Cartmans. Read the, read the note yeah. from Stu, dude. <clears throat> oh wait, is there uh, anything else you guys want to discuss? One note from Stu. No. There's nothing else we want to discuss. We've said it all. Fuck off. Regarding this and other similar nightmares... Casey, blast from the past, suggested that we, the gaming community, come up with some sort of symbol or something that we can wear when we're GMing, uh, but possibly also when playing, to indicate that we don't tolerate creepy horse shit at our tables. Oh, God. And I completely agree. A cartman with a red, the, the circle on <laughs> yeah. the red line through Well, I, I was thinking a no with a horse and a giant, like, evil-looking crap. Kyle and Duke. It's no some, creepy horse shit. It's something that's come up in sci-fi conventions and comic conventions. The um, cosplay is not the consent. The cosplay is not consent. Yeah. You know, it's something that pe- some people are trying to be better about. And yeah. 
Stu and Casey are right. It's something that, you know, they go on to say that maybe something like this already exists. Um, yep. If not, we should come up with something that people could print up, put on a lanyard, or, you know, put at the table. Maybe something small that can be slipped in front of the convention badge. Yeah. Handouts at the table could explain what it means, maybe even put it on the character sheet so everyone sees it. Just make sure it's in plain, plain English. English. So, you so, know, if... You know, and it's something that, you know, we can, you know, maybe discuss, you know, in the forums, something that... Cause yeah. I know there are some people who are more graphically inclined. <laughs> Absolutely. You know? Well, but I think that, that so... You know, if it's just like a bunch of, like, a pair of creeper eyes with a note. Yeah, exactly. Well, Stephen, like, I know your girlfriend is involved in a lot of these activities, and Dave, your wife is as well, like, the, the just general, like, safe zones, right, mm-hmm. for people that are uh, viewed differently, Right, mm-hmm. in a variety of ways, you know, gender orientation, attitude, whatever. Um, but, but basically, you know, it, there's there's certain things that I've seen posted on school walls or or LGBT um, uh, areas that basically define that, like, look, no matter what, this is a safe zone, mm-hmm. right? Like, there's there's a level of safety there. There's you know, no matter what your Creed, color, orientation, no matter what, we're all gamers. We're here to roll dice, talk a little bit of shit, have fun, and enjoy ourselves. And and that's an important thing where, you know, we all are in this hobby for a reason. We enjoy it. And, you know, a kind of guiding tenant mm-hmm. of this podcast has always been, you know... If you people would, are having fun, you're People doing having right. fun doing this hobby. I mean, that's the whole point. And we want to make sure that people who come to a con are going to have fun, you know. And we don't want, you know, people, like, what was it, uh, con, like, three years oh ago? Oh, my God, dude. You know exactly that, what yeah, I'm talking about. Yeah, I know exactly. Fuck that guy. Where, you know, super racist dude, like, rolled up to the game and made everyone uncomfortable. And it took away from the game that was prepped. It took away from the enjoyment of everybody else. So the topic became... That horrible, horrible motherfucker. Yeah. Instead of mm-hmm. talking about you know throwing grenades down werewolves' throats or whatever the hell the the game happened so, to be. It, but that's the thing, right? Is that you and I were in that game, oh and and we we talk big here, but we didn't say anything in that moment. We just the two of us took control of it so that well, no, this, he couldn't get a word in edgewise. Well, no, we didn't actually realize we, it because the game that we were in with him. And I think we've mentioned it in years past. But basically, game. it was a tune game with Hosa Rob, myself, and this guy who was. We thought he was just doing a caricature, like cause, like, like doing 1940s. like the nineteen forties kind of character. But then the next con, yeah, we that's when uh, I think it was a game with Tyler. No, wait, oh, it wait. was. It was the guy that the started Dead, Dead President. Yeah. yeah. Oh, snap. Yeah, and that's yeah, when we actually realized it was the same dude, and that's when it was like, holy shit, he wasn't doing a character. That's just the way he thinks. Yeah. And it's and that took away from other people's enjoyment. And I think this is a really good idea that, you know, Casey and Stu were kind of like champion. Yeah, yeah. And I, I think it's something that you know, we should kind of bring to the forums and talk about and we as you know people in this hobby should try to make the hobby as best the best it could be yeah and for everyone for everybody you know mm-hmm. 
I don't. I mean, I don't. Hackers I don't, of the world unite. Yeah, exactly. Um, hack the planet. But the I don't. Unfortunately, I don't have. You know, it, it, the answer right mm-hmm. there about like what that could be, how to promote it, and stuff like that. But you know, all this stuff that you're seeing in wider social culture was started as grassroots, right? So this is the group. You know, if if we feel strongly about this as a podcasting community, absolutely, we should do it. You know. Uh, May con maybe a little bit too early, but by September con next year, this should definitely be something to implement. But even even without a symbol, a sticker, or something on a lanyard, just you know, being responsible and like calling people out, like yeah, or just yeah. grab. Thanks grab. to uh, Brother Hugh uh, in the chat room, a National Safe Place logo. Um, that is go, so just go a to, big. Go just to his a, other one. Go to his other one. There's oh, a yellow construction sign that says "safe place." Oh, hold on. Oh, hey, there you go. You put the one d four on the on the a. Safe place. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Right. Somebody oh. with skills make that happen. Yeah. Um. But. Yeah, I mean, the, the the key for, you know, any kind of thing, especially in cons where you have a lot of people coming through and you, you're you not gaming with people you you may not, you may not know these people, but, yeah. you know, you know, it could be something as simple as, hey, man, that's not cool. Yeah, exactly. And they may not realize because the way that they game at home may be a little bit, maybe they're a little bit more, you know. Free and loose. Free balling. Yeah. You know? And it's you know, and it's not. I'm just saying it's, it's like, hey man, tone it down. Yeah, it's not necessarily like like policing someone is in like get the fuck out of my. We're not saying that pull a knife on them like that. Yeah, no, uh, you know that's, we're, we're absolutely Happy Jacks does not you know support. condone or support eh. stabbing Israeli murder squad. Israeli murder squad. You know, well, we we support them, but maybe not. At the yeah, cons. it's right. it's it's calling people on their stuff and being like, hey man, like that's. That's not what I'm looking for at this table. And then if they keep it up, then you pull them aside and be like, I'd like you to leave. You yeah. know? And and it's it's up to not only the GM, but it's up to the players as well to make that yeah. that welcoming scenario. We, we, I mean, that's the whole thing about this podcast is growing the hobby. Yeah. Because yeah. the more folk we got in this hobby, then, hell, the more groups the we, more can, fun do, we the, can have. The more yeah, fun yeah. we can have. And... It, we can't grow this hobby if we are not welcoming to everybody. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, and, I mean, and even people like Gammon come. I know. <laughs> well, yeah, it, I took off for two years because you just felt uncomfortable. Is all that misogyny I brought to the table? I had to, <laughs> <laughs> I had to slowly ingrain myself back in. But it, you're so lovely this time of year. <laughs> so I that was a way way tougher conversation than. Is usually on this podcast, and yeah, no, no, Stu pick the gave wrong us fucking people to <laughs> do it. Was like, hey, guess what, fuckers? <laughs> We're gonna get serious. Yeah, I I hope you all plan to drink a lot and have a good time. Because guess what? No, we don't we don't get the the GM horror stories, and so, no, we get the we don't get cheeseburger fucking. We get fucking, <laughs> we get a different holy kind of, shit. No, what this a is douchebag. This is this is a bit of a heavier podcast. Yeah, yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> don't be that guy. <laughs> yeah, don't be that guy. And if you are that guy, realize it and change. Yeah. Yeah. Like, please. I, I had a conversation with 
uh, a lot of the women that I regularly play with about like, am I being mm-hmm. a guy that's not seeing this Stop stuff? Stop feeling up, Dave. Right, that's assault. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, but that's not cool. This is a safe place. <laughs> this is a safe place. Stop <laughs> not feeling for up, Dave. Dave. Not a safe place for Quit Dave. It. But uh, no, like I, I had this conversation with with them about like. Is this shit going on and I'm not seeing it? Like, is it something that I'm not noticing? Because I felt terrible. Like, mm-hmm. I was like, this this conversation came up because there was a Facebook post that went around about uh-huh. a woman in the gaming community that that basically like had police tell her like, oh yeah, that's a bad scene. You shouldn't be a woman there. Oh, that's that lady terrible. in Canada, right? Yeah, yeah, yep. and and that kind of stuff. And I was like, am are Am we just I not seeing it? Missing this? Is it happening? And I'm just being stupid? Like, please tell me because I don't want to be that guy. I don't want to be the dude that's not noticing what's going on. And like, basically, the the consensus was, no, this degree of shit doesn't happen around like our group, mm-hmm. but. There, ha- like each of them has had situations that have happened that are not okay, and I'm yeah. like, well, and that's the, the thing that I, I, I really wish that Stu would have scheduled, you know, one of the women for today because then getting their stance on it and their yep. experience would have been great for this conversation, and that's one thing that we're lacking. It's like we can only speak from the asshole side of it and yeah. the the oblivious side of it. Yep. And it's the, we have to be able to take things that they've, they say that a woman, if a woman says, Hey, this went on, we got to say, okay, we need like, you need to actually be better. I need to be better. Yeah. And then as a group, if we can say that to ourselves and then make an active effort to be better, you know, that's, where we really can get a good community going, a good safe community where people are welcome and the hobby grows and everyone has a good fucking time. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. What did you do? The screen no, went. Oh no, Dave. Oh. Uh, Tom's put up a Tom's um, put up a, a JPEG that may. Oh yeah, yeah. The place. There, there you, you go. go. That's Tomes. fantastic, Tomes. Put that on the uh, in put the it forum. on the forum because I will print that and put it on my shirt. Mm. And that's absolutely perfect, right there. Yeah. That's great. Um, yeah. all right, heavy fucking conversation. Well, man. so let me shift it slightly and bring it back. EasyRollerDice.com. Yeah, well, no, nah, I wish we. <laughs> Dude, shit. if we no. get fucking sponsored on one of our episodes after this goddamn email, it'll no, be a miracle no shit, of God. No. So, um, no, thanks, they, they really, Kenigma. They, they really are good. I want to. I, I want to do it. They're nice. Yeah, I, I gave all my players a set from Easy Roller because they got the set of like you know thirteen. Oh like, yeah, 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 like seven dice set. So I'm like, all right, welcome to the game. First time gaming. Pick a set. It's yours. That's pretty awesome. That was, that was yeah, I need to go get them. I need to. I need a dice refresh. The battle mat's really cool too. We talked about it earlier. You weren't here. You were a sketcher. <laughs> you, I fucking hate <laughs> you all with the passion. How's that for a top? So, so Rob, you mentioned a, long, a while ago the the teeth brushing thing. 
Right? Oh, yeah. And so yeah. Some, oh, somebody people. did say they want to hear the teeth brushing story. <laughs> so, so, so should I, I start it? Yeah, you started. I wasn't right. in the game, but I've learned something since then. Yeah, all right. So we were playing with a guy named Merrill, and um, Merrill, he Merrill. was... Oh, he was trying to sandbox us about. before we were ready for sandboxing, I think. Uh, so, but there was no prodding. I think even uh, the sandbox, you need to push nice. a little bit, especially when you're taking a bunch of people who are used to the rails and giving them the sandbox. So he didn't, he didn't ask us anything. He just like, okay, you guys wake up. What do you want to do? And there was a new player in the group, so we were kind of like, oh, we'll let her lead because she's, you know, she doesn't get to do this all the time. We do. And so she was feeling out the waters, and she's like, well, I guess I... Go to the bathroom. He's like, okay. And I brush my teeth. Okay. And the rest of us were just kind of like, what the fuck is going on here? Because usually at this point, the DM's like, okay, you got to say your shit. Now, here's the hook. Yeah. And there was no hook. And that was the entire game. And um, just people were like, well, shit, if you're not going to take this seriously, neither are we. And the half-orc barbarian started, like, doing... Well, just pretend we're all 12. We weren't, but between we're 12. He does what half of <laughs> barbarians do emotionally <laughs> with engorged penises, and the rest of us followed suit. And just, yeah, it was BS. But yeah, I think we all learned a lot from that time. There yeah. was not even the word sandbox yet. No, I, that's but. what I was going to say is that, is that, you know, you learn things as you go on, and we ridiculed Steve mercilessly for that shit because it was just stupid. Like, what he was doing, we're like, you're just a fucking moron. But now I look back on that and being like, you still might have been a moron. He should have still called us on our shit and said, "No, no, yeah. that, no, that's that's BS." Like some of the stuff you guys are doing, he should have at least. Yeah, yeah. There, there, there's stuff that like he could have done differently. But or he should have been murdered by guards after about ten minutes. But him, him <laughs> doing. Um, there, okay. Dave's looking at okay. stuff on yeah. Stu's computer yeah. that yeah. Stu's getting arrested for. Dave, that Dave's sign may not work out. Yeah. Um, so, but but it's funny because Steve was trying to sandbox us in the late 90s maybe and it's just like we we weren't ready for it right so so when you come across some of these gaming horror stories of like "Ah, the gm didn't do that again there were two people had never really played so they're just like yeah you know and so but it was so that's it's it was interesting because i think back on that and i'm looking at the perspective about how wrong i was for ridiculing him as mercilessly. Joycey and role playing, we called it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but but yeah, the, so the heady days of the nineties. Yeah, it's just but it's interesting how you how you can grow up uh, as a person and look back and being like Yeah, I may have fucked up at that point. Yeah. Yeah. Well that's the thing, like things that you do in your teens well that's stupid ass that's like that's dumbassery. And then in your twenties you look back, it's like well, that was that wasn't that good. And then thirties, all new dumb choices. Yeah, and yeah. then when you're in your thirties, like, no, no, that's that's no. alcoholism. D- don't don't do that. You know, Ooh. like think back to like, oh, you know, high school. Let's let's drag Steven behind a car just because it'd be fun. Well, it was it was fun. I, that or, is, I really there was or I'm going to drive all the way up to Alaska to drink a tow. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. that would be amazing. <laughs> that was, that I was think, in our thirties. I still think that was in our thirties. That was in our thirties. Yeah. But yeah, it's like, and then you look back, and that's growth. Damn it! This guy's shit got serious again. No, fucking, you know what? Sure Fuck it. Damn it! Oh, quick, what are you all doing? Hold what on. games are you playing? Do that. What game? Oh, play. sure. What, what games, games am I currently playing? Uh, Stu's Empire's Twilight, Star Wars, Fantasy Flight game, and occasionally in 
Gammon's hour-long online games, and maybe back in the play-by-post vampire game that, that I've mentioned still going before. On? Oh, is he starting it up again? Because I heard it fail. <laughs> no, it never Probie. stopped. It never stopped. He ended up finding uh, an assistant storyteller that has really been taking a lot of the... Oh, so someone, just oh, so someone else has taken over Tim's job. Gotcha. Right. Right. Okay, cool. Like... <laughs> Because he's been swamped at work, like legitimately. Um, but uh, in a swamp? I still have people that have been playing, and I, I should get back to it eventually. What? Oh, no, your shit's just peeling. Okay. Yes. Hey. Right. Gammon. All right. Oh, uh, we go, go this way. Yeah, could you oh. go. All right. Um, I am playing in... I don't know what to call you. Because <laughs> me name. Uh, Clockwork. Clockwork, fucker, Steven, Horky. I'm, I'm a man of many names. I'm Hork playing in fuck. fuckers... Uh, Savage Worlds Outlaw Star Game. I'm running Ravenloft's Avengers League Season 4 one-hour games on G+, and visiting DM's Guild and writing random crap up there. Just search Gammon. There's some stuff there. So so if if I'm a player in the Happy Jacks community and I want to investigate one of your one-hour games that you run for the public, how do I find you? I'll find you. I got people so far. If you're good enough, <laughs> and if you're smart enough... I don't, I don't want 4,000 people sending me emails. And if you can find him, Gammon, B-Team. I visit the forum once a year. Um, I've been more active on here, so yeah, seek me out on a con or something. But right now, I'm, I'm trying to get the people I've already contacted into the games yeah, he's, okay. he's right now. But yeah, I'm back I'm, in the saddle, man. I'm still looking for people. I know. Yeah. He's got to get those saddle sores out, though. Yeah, right. it's a little rough. Lotion it. Yeah. Um. Uh, what I'm doing? Um. I am running the Outlaw Star Anime Savage Worlds sci-fi game. Um. I'm in a Savage Worlds fantasy game. Uh. Run by Engie. Engie. Oh, long ago. Um. I'm still in the same five E game with Bruce. Long Chris, running game. That used to be hero. That yeah, used, used to be to hero, hero, and then the entire group, <laughs> the so, entire group, as a whole, like Dave fucked it. But then the rest of the group is like, "Yeah, no, that's fucked. Let's not do that." So wait, we switched to five e. Did you fuck it worse than I fucked it? Yeah, he. No, he, I did. So okay, so I in showed that up game, for one game in a year, and I made them switch systems. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that the system, <laughs> the game has been mentioned before. Yeah, but it has. you know. Zombie shit. Hoser Rub and uh, Kadave were both in the game, game, like switching off. Zombie shit mouth game. No. Yeah, you know, and they both fucked the game in their own ways. Where um, Hoser Rub actually made Bruce change the entire plot of the game, where we had to mm -hmm. switch sides entirely. I helped with that, by the way. Yeah. Because my guys, yeah, you know, dumb, dumb, Love slow. It. He's yep. great. He's slow. Slow. Hello, I'm slow. Um, and then Dave fucked the game to the point where we had to switch systems. So, I don't know. That's a topic of conversation. Which is the bigger, like, fuck you to the game? Changing the entire plot or switching systems? Forum. That's pretty good. Discuss. That's no, good. legitimately, it was they were playing the game in Hero, and I hadn't been there in a very long time. And Casey had made my character because I suck at hero and I'll never Casey learn that shit. Casey loves making characters And he loves making characters in hero. System. Um, and so I was playing a wizard and I showed up for this game and I had this power pool of points that I could assign to different magical powers. And I kept asking, like, 
does that mean I can do this? And he would be like, yeah, of course you can. Oh, here, you can fly this fast, or you can live this much, or you can do this stuff with all with magic. And I went, oh, okay. Oh, you and heard the player the, they were talking about. I heard the podcast where they were talking about Yeah, it. at yep. the end of the game, like, I basically had defeated a demigod with my magical powers and lifted... A frozen river. Uh, an entire... A lake. Uh, no, it was a lake that the mud had been turned to stone mm-hmm. around my feet, and I had lifted 25 tons of stone out of the bottom of this lake to float above it because I was annoyed. And, like, at the end of the game, Bruce went, Something's wrong with magic <laughs> yeah. in this game. Yeah, I don't actually, twenty-five tons of stone way. isn't that big of an area, actually. Right. As somebody who does that for a living, but, but it's, it's enough that it. But wasn't yeah, it okay. fucked it enough. But yeah, no, that's that's actually very interesting. Like, yeah. who fucked that game up more? What do you yeah. do? Uh, games I'm oh, playing right now, and I'm now. also in oh, the game with Jib. Jib is uh, finishing up a Pathfinder pirate game, and we're moving on to <sighs> Star oh, Wars. Oh, final the fantasy we're, we're Force and fight? Destiny. Uh, we're doing, I think we're doing Force and Destiny or Age of Rebellion. Oh no, Age of Rebellion. That's when we're doing. <laughs> so yeah, I'm ready for Rogue One. Would you like a steel oh, pack? Fuck, I'm so excited <laughs> for Rogue One. Oh yeah. Oh my god. Like I try not to get excited about movies this far out, but <laughs> I quite enjoyed the the Daisy Ridley like. Fuck you! Just because she has brown hair and she's white, she's not my mother! <laughs> or is she? <laughs> that was pretty yeah, good. I'm really looking forward to that. Chip's yeah. a good GM. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I had fun a lot, a lot of fun I really with Storm Geist. So, yeah. So, uh, Rob. Me games. Uh, besides running and sketcher marathons, what else do you do? Oh, fucking <laughs> 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 Fucking shit. Spend the year of your life getting better at this shit. So, uh, Bruce's Star Wars game, which is on hiatus with fair and baby making, um, baby. and then Gammon's D&D online one hour shots, which I missed last time, but I wanted to still do it. Oh, that's it. You don't miss it. It's just whenever you can play. That's the beauty of it. That's fair. I'm the only one not in that. I should probably jump on that. Or not. No! <laughs> Get out! This is our time. <laughs> our time. But up there, it's their time. That's right. Um, and then uh, what I'm really hoping Stu does after Fair, since he's rejiggered the uh, moment, moment of, of truth. truth. Orale oh. Holmes. Want to bring uh, him back? I want to bring back El Fumare. <laughs> little puppet. Yeah. Oh, little puppet. Put one out for Little Puppet, eh? I heard he got two caps in the head, motherfucker. I still haven't played in a Moment of Truth game. Yeah. 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 Someone kept on telling me, it's like, hey, I really like that, you know, when you were in that moment of truth with the Ghostbusters, I'm like, no, the wrong Stephen, dude. Right? <laughs> Meryl. That was the man, the myth, the legend. Meryl. Yeah, yeah but somebody, yeah. I forgot who it was, they're like, oh yeah, no, you were in the Ghostbusters. I'm like, no, wrong, wrong. No. I'm the one who breaks con games. That's different. God. God. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> oh, I think, I think we're good. Yeah. We're yeah. solid. So that's it. All right. That's it. Well, thank you for joining us, everybody. Uh, let me let me play the music. Thank you, oh, wait, Hold on. No. Thank you very much. Happy Jacks. Oh, yeah, episode. yeah. This is Happy Jacks RPG there you go. season You're in the big chair. 16, episode Step up. 17. 16, 17, yo. I'm Kadev. <laughs> I don't know. Why is 16 and 17? Uh, I'm Clockwork, a.k.a. Steven, a.k.a. Horky. 
Hi, my name's Robert. It was very nice to be with you guys today. No, he is Holzer Rob. Hello, the Skechers. It's so amazing. Skechers so comfortable. That was your intro. (laughs) I will murder ball (laughs) all of you. (laughs) Woo! And we'll leave you with a a live studio audience. Oh, no, no, not a live studio audience. And eventually we'll leave you with a song. Thank you, Chapman. And the B team will be back. Yes. That's right. Round two. When? Uh, sometime next month. Is it? Don't uh, tell them; they might not listen. You're right. <laughs> We're not <laughs> gonna tell you. Yeah, I, <laughs> I may be out. If the podcast start on time, it's probably us. He can be taught. Yes, milk the giant cow. All right, here's some so music. Add its teeth, uh, and then Stu will add the actual music later because I don't know how to do that. <laughs> There's so many buttons. Thank you very much for joining us. Where listeners of Happy Jacks on PG Podcast. Thank you for joining us, everybody. We will be back in the future. Future. And next time we might even do this exit correctly. No, we won't. I love East Timor. Lovely weather in East Timor. Through. 
Damn your eyes, damn your eyes Saying, Sam, I'll see you through Damn your eyes Oh, it's swinging, I must go I must go, I must go Oh, it's swinging, I must go I must go It's swinging, I must go Just because she loved him so Just because she loved him so Just because she loved him so Damn her eyes I must hang until I'm dead Till I'm dead, till I'm dead I must hang until I'm dead Till I'm dead I must hang until I'm dead Cause I killed a man they said And I left him laying dead Damn his eyes, damn his eyes And I left him laying dead I saw Molly in the crowd In the crowd, in the crowd I saw Molly in the crowd In the crowd I saw Molly in the crowd And I hollered right out loud Hey there, Molly, ain't you proud? Damn her eyes, damn her eyes I yelled, Molly, ain't you proud? Damn her eyes now my name is Samuel Hall. The preceding program has been a presentation of the Angry Folk Media Empire. Bum, 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 bum.